I don't care if you've been waiting to get your soul sucked all night if you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu, finally coming to you live and direct on the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Your boy, Blue. Uh, yo, fat girl, come here. Are you ticklish? Yeah, I caught you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in the Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I'm a far right engineer on the ones and twos. Choke me by the threes and Chronos. Finish him! <laughs> <laughs> we should have old ninja jumping in like the Kool-Aid man. Maybe even Stitch. Who knows? Uh, but we're going to keep it rolling for you. Kronos, uh, you usually got some types of uh, statistics to start us off. That I do. Uh, listener of the week would be Candace B. Basketball. A lady. Yes, a lady. Listened to us more than once and didn't get angry and threw her device that she was listening to us on. Or maybe she did. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Maybe she's she masturbating to us once. right now. Definitely not, but all right. <laughs> all right. She can do like they did in the Howard Stern movie where she's sitting on top of the speaker and just getting off on her voice. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great scene, by the way. The, that was a great scene. That's like my favorite part of the movie. I think that's the only part of the movie I've seen, actually. I watched well, the whole private parts, right? Yeah, I watched, yeah, the, whole, I, I watched the whole movie multiple times. I, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> let's see. First in the chat would be Warrior Fella and Captain America and oh. the White Wolf. Yes, that should be the name of the series going Wait. forward. Just saying. Very nice. You should. Um, usually, Old Ninja does the fucking RIPs and shit and pours out some type of malt beverage. He's obviously late because he got an old ass laptop and he he's Rip Van Winkle on that bullshit. Is that a fucking round you're showing with your name on it? Describe that. It's also oh sorry, it's a it's a bottle opener. That's actually a. Hold on, let me see if I can. It's my name on it, but uh, it's a 50 caliber round. That's also a bottle opener. It's called a bottle breacher. So I got it for Father's Day or some other type deal from KMAC. So yeah. Pretty yeah, cool. I remember that. I got it for you. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's dope shit. Um, we usually do some type of uh, pouring out of beverages, some type of malt beverage. Yeah, uh, let's say it's Mickey's tonight. You know, I, I guess I'll try to fill in for Old Ninja since he's ass late and shit and old. Um, the biggest one that we all fucking know, this is a Bay Area goddamn legend of hip hop. Mm. Shock G from Digital Underground passed away. Um, you know, we we all know him uh, from the Humpty Dance. Um, uh, Do what you like. What, 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 the same yeah. song. <laughs> kiss you when I kiss you back. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. The, they also did that. Didn't they also do? Uh, uh, they were on the on it just five on it. Well, yeah. No. They did. Well, he was on yeah, the they remix. Little featured on there. Yeah, yeah, on the remix. Hey, old ninja. And they also they introduced the world to Tupac because he was originally part of that band or group. Yep, yep. We 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 trying think... to take away take care of the RIPs, but your ass is late. Can you even hear us, old ninja? Yeah, I can hear your punk ass. God damn. <laughs> I told you I, I was gonna be really late. I heard Tupac was like a roadie for them. Do you guys know if that was true or not? Yes. Uh, roadie okay. and a dancer. Damn. <laughs> damn. It's like J Lo. Uh, yeah, from the bottom. Say, yeah. <laughs> Well, how far did y'all get with Shock G? Did y'all drop? We just uh, started, man. Yeah, so you can name some of his songs. Okay. Uh, I got some stuff for you. 
Go ahead. Go for it, dog. So, uh, Gregory Edward James, better known by Shock G. Yeah, he's better known by his stage name as Shock G. Uh, one of the most notable members of the Bay Area group Digital Underground. So he was born in NYC, but he eventually ended up in Oakland when, as a young male. Uh, Tupac Shakur was once a member of Digital Underground, and he's on the group's single Same Song in 1991, which is noted as Tupac's first published work. Uh, Shock G produced Tupac's first album, Tupacalypse. Uh, he also produced songs for Dr. Dre, Prince, and KRS-One. Uh, Shakti has multiple alter egos, but his most flamboyant and famous one was Humpty Hump, where he wore uh, grouchy glasses and a fake nose. Uh, but his other aliases is known as Rackadelic uh, Piano Man, which I didn't know. Uh, out of here, Piano Man. He was not the Piano <laughs> Man. Uh, apparently, he was Piano Man. Mm, that's not uh, accurate because I knew the cousin of the Piano Man. He was my best friend growing up. That wasn't him. Interesting. Uh, he might have started out that way. I, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, because he even even in a song he says, "Piano Man, take it away." Mm-hmm. So it's, but, take it's, us out of here. Yeah, it's not. It's not him. Uh, so MC Blowfish, Peanut, Akim, Digit got a dolphin nose. Michael Ball, uh, Boston, E7L, and Shakim Bokoja. Well, it's Jacob spelled backwards. Um, they created a full fake background for Humpty Hump, where the name was supposedly comes from Edward Ellington Humphrey III, the former lead singer singer of Smooth Eddie and the Humpers. Uh, this fake background even fooled Casey Kasem, who broadcasted his biography on the Casey Top 40. Uh, Digital Underground had numerous hits, including Humpty Dance, Kiss You Back, Do What You Like, Same Thing, Same Song, and I Get Around. Uh, there's also the very popular Bay Area All-Star Remix 2, I Got Five on It by the mm-hmm. Loonies, which features Shock G. Uh, Shock G was found unresponsive in his hotel room face down in Tampa, Florida on April 22nd. Authorities are investigating to ensure that there was no foul play. He was 57. Let, let me ask you this, because um, I don't know if this is like legit, but did they, did they get the name Digital Underground kind of as a a spinoff of uh, like Velvet Underground was that kind no, of. I, I don't think Velvet Underground was anything on there. There was a, another group that there he was in with some of his friends, but um, it Velvet Underground wasn't wasn't mentioned in there. Okay. Um, it's weird about Piano Man because apparently, I mean, you can say Piano. I mean, he does the uh, edits with Humpty, which is clearly him, but um, apparently. Yeah, listening him. Hmm? Listening him, listen him at being piano man as well. Yeah, it's list. I mean, I know that what? he went. They went pretty far with Humpty Hump because they literally paid people to stand in to be Humpty, <laughs> but not speak, uh, or at least not do full on speeches. Uh, obviously, the videos were edited to where the two of them were in the same place, same time. See, I, wait, I'm glad you said that because I remember being a kid, I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought this too, that I thought Humpty and Chalk G were two fucking different people. And the reason why I thought this is because I saw them in concert and there was, what, Humpty was standing on that stage and Chalk G was standing on that stage. And you right there confirmed that I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, he went, he, he went all in on Humpty Hump. Like, literally, fake background, fake name, um, stand-ins. Uh, there's, like, 
a bunch of reports. Uh, I actually know a couple of people who knew uh, Shock G before he passed. They had they actually sent videos of him just clowning around and stuff and like doing a bunch of crazy stuff. They're they're very. I mean, they're personal videos to these people, but you can just tell like this guy was. A, was a jokester. I mean, he looked like he was a fun dude. I almost had the opportunity to meet him and hang out with him in San Francisco, but I I didn't. And unfortunately, I never get that chance again. So, so I guess I had a, a chance. Sorry, there's a oh, high probability to what I said was bullshit then. Um, so I'm going through some mm -hmm. stuff, and yeah, it looks like he was a piano man. But maybe the guy, my my friend, maybe the person that was piano man, like for like being live, was like his cousin or something like that. Because yeah, yeah, he probably, yeah, right he, now because yeah. they. Because if you saw them live, there was a group of them because it really was only three of them. But after around um, their first uh, debut album, which is Sex Package, if you've never heard the album, I highly recommend you listen yes. to it. Because like most of the tracks on there, except for maybe like one or two, are pretty fire. But um, the group grew because Money B was part, Tupac, and a couple other guys were uh, on there. But when you listen to the tracks, it sounds like there's way more people, but it's really just a bunch of acts that Shachi was doing, throwing in there. So I was able to actually meet the group um, back in 19, oh God, what year was this? I was in the eighth grade, uh, but uh, yeah, I won a, I won a, a contest, a, fleet, a contest for Fleet Week, and they were performing. Hmm. This is when I saw them on stage and I actually got the chance to meet them. So ev like everybody kept saying like they were, they were two different people. And I was like, no, they're the same, or I kept saying they were two different people, but uh, I didn't realize they were the same person until uh, I got five on it because there's a scene where he's rapping and he goes from Shock G to Humpty and back. And I'm like, wait, that's the same motherfucking person. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, his his disguise is better than Superman and Clark Kent's fucking sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how good of a of a disguise he had. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I gotta give props, man. Like, Freaks of the Industry was oh, played so continuously yeah. for fucking. Wait, I guess it's now 25 years old. Like that's an old ass song. It still gets a uh, radio play and shit. At least out here. Like, I don't no, know about nationally. No, Freaks of the Industry is older, man. That How came out in the night. You're, you're right. Maybe 30 years old now, right? Yeah, I mean it's 2021 shit. right now. This God came damn. out in 90. So, Freaks of the Industry is on Sex Package, which was their debut album. That was 1991. Damn. So you know, it's great. Years. There's like cer there's certain song lyrics that that don't age well. Remember, there was one song lyric from uh, uh, Tupac where he said, "I might let you be a freak and get up on top of me." I'm like, "That's freaky for you. That's '90s freaky. <laughs> like a woman get on top of you. It's like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like that's that, so letting a woman get on top of you, like in today's terms, is like so. Um, it's like tame. part one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> You mean, uh, you're, not eating, also, you're not eating her ass or I, anything? I mean, like, what's going yeah, on? Here? Hey, yeah, so actually, Freak of the Industry came out in 1990. Oh, wow. okay. yeah, because yeah, the singles oh, were out before the album, so yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, to piggyback, piggyback on what uh, Coronas was talking about, uh, if you listen to one of my favorite tracks is uh, Packet Man, and they keep talking about uh, Jimmy's. So if you're young and you have no idea what a Jimmy is, the Jimmy was basically your penis was your dick and then the jimmy hat was the condom so if you listen to the album sakji is constantly talking about i don't go nowhere without my jimmy hat i pull out my jimmy you know i put on my jimmy hat you know put it on this chick or whatever if you didn't if people were like confused like a jimmy or what who's jimmy is, is your dick well yeah I, I, 
even at the age I was at the time, I knew there was a condom, but um, I think that acts like, you know, them, A Digital Underground, and especially uh, TLC, like the fact that they were actively promoting uh, safe sex back in the day, especially mm-hmm. like in the 90s and shit, the AIDS epidemic was like a huge deal. Like they were fear-mongering all kinds of shit uh, for kids. I remember I was scared to use a fucking toilet in public because like they were like, <laughs> oh, you can get AIDS from a toilet seat. So, I mean, the fact that they were, you know, promoting safe sex back then when they really didn't have to was, uh, was a fucking good thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. And and kind of unheard of. Like, most of the other rappers are going raw. TLC and <laughs> yeah. Digital Underground like, like was always talking about I Jimmy. Mean, has put down no Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man. Same. Yeah. Yes, he, he was going raw. Same with Magic Johnson, but anyway. Yeah. Do you remember um, if they were on, um, they were in, um, what was it called? Nothing But Trouble with Dan Aykroyd? Mm-hmm. Yes. You haven't seen it in there. That was fucking classic. Pop yeah, was in that with him. He, yeah, he was. Yeah. So, and I mean. Dan Aykroyd's character had... gets on a fucking keyboard, starts playing and shit. That shit looks funny. Yeah, they had really a lot of hits back in the 90s. Uh, the group came out from the Bay. It's just a lot of hip hop history, Bay history, gone, just like that. So, yeah. Um, I got one more RIP. Wow, they're today. Gonna... They had hella people in their crew. Yeah, <laughs> after a while, it, it started out with three guys. Later yeah. on, like more people got added on after their first album. But Shakti was out there playing, I, so uh, I do know that he made a lot of porn star friends. So well, it's it's kind of sad. Like I thought we lost him like last year, but I think that's when he got a he got arrested or something. Or there's some issue that came up with him recently. Do you guys remember that? Or am I tripping? Tripping? I I don't know what you're talking I don't know. about. Yeah, uh, that's news to me. I mean, you could be right. We're not saying you're wrong, but yeah, because I remember there, like there was photos of him and his hair was all like fucked up, and he, he kind of looked like um, the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> that is how he hair does looks. have the Bride of. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Let's see if I can find out what exactly what happened and when it was. All right. Okay. While you do that, I'm just gonna skim through one more IP. Uh, Michael Collins. Uh, he was an American astronaut and commander of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon. Uh, he commanded the Columbia shuttle while Neil Armstrong, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin made the first crewed landing on the moon. Uh, Colin held the rank of Major General in the United States Air Force Reserves. Uh, he was born in Italy but became an Air Force pilot and then an astronaut in the Gemini program. He was the third American to perform a spacewalk, according to NASA, including the Apollo 11 mission. Uh, Collins logged in 266 hours in space. Uh, he served as the director of the National Air and Space Museum, and he's written Liftoff, the story of America's adventure in 1998, uh, a history of the American space program, Mission to Mars, out in 1990, which was a non-fiction book on human space flight to Mars, and Flying to the Moon and Other Strange Places, which got re-released and revised as Flying to the Moon and Astronaut Story. Uh, which is a children's book on his experience. Uh, he died in Florida under hospice care at the age of 90 today. Wow. Oh, right. so what Blue was talking about is uh, Shock G got arrested <laughs> in 2017 uh, for drug paraphernalia possession, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's and, what it was. And, I remember it being some shitty charge or something. Yeah, it was so stupid. And, and he got. Uh, he got out on hundred dollars cash bail. It's just within two hours. It's like, why the fuck did you even arrest my for drug? Yeah, it's just... waste of time. Yeah, he was that. arrested out in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, 
It makes sense. You can't be black and be in Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Good shit, man. Holy shit, we back up in here then. Uh, let's roll. Should we... I guess you want to t- tackle the fir- very first one, the serious stuff? Oh, wait, stuff? wait. We got to talk... Before we get to the serious stuff, we got to talk about something that's not on here. What's something up? that the internet's gone crazy about. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be asking us about it. We got to hmm. comment on it. Did y'all see this Battle of the Joshes? <laughs> y'all see this shit? I, I, just, I saw a little bit about it. I just so know the winner. Basically, yeah, so basically some kid named Josh uh, like messes all these people named Josh with the same last name. First and last name were the same across the entire United States. And he says, uh, he told them basically there can only be only one. Meet at these coordinates a year from now. So it was like April, I think, 24th or uh, um, 2021. And we will see who is the last standing Josh. And there can be only one. And uh, the coordinates, this kid was from Arizona. I guess the coordinates were in um, Nebraska somewhere. So they all met up to like basically duke it out. And they all fought with like uh, foam. Those like foam things from the pool noodles. The, yeah, pool noodles. That's what they call them. Yeah, the little foam pool noodles. So, like, hundreds of Joshes showed up to this event, which is hilarious because I guess he misses thousands of them. But hundreds of them showed up. They battled it out. And I guess a four-year-old Josh became the winner. Uh, the event raised, like, $9,000 for charity as well. That's so, cool. But it was all over the net. Everyone's been talking about it. Like, only they had, like, a whole, like, bracket and shit popped up. It was just full of Josh. <laughs> Like who the final Josh was, it's hilarious, but I think it's great that they did something, uh, you know, charitable with this whole event. That is cool. That it, 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 I did see some of the like clips of the fights and whatnot, and the little four-year-old that won. Yeah, I mean, I if it's for charity, that's all good, you know. I thought it was hilarious. Like, like I'm like, oh, they pulled Highlander on Josh. Like, what? The hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's a common fucking name. Yeah, that's what made. That's what makes it funny. But like, I remember that that like meme or something floating around the internet. Like I didn't think that it actually would have took place. I just thought it was like one of those gag tweets or something that somebody oh, they, did. There's still memes about Josh's because like so if you see someone without like a name, it's like anonymous. Like, oh, he must he must have been the Josh that lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny how like they, they did a better job than uh, Area 51. You know, for that meme. Uh, like seriously. Yeah. Uh, at, at least nobody got shot, though. We're, we're glad yeah. that there were no, there was no violence with that bullshit. Because yeah, that could be sure. real worse. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that. Oh, the Josh's are A51, because, I mean. They're A51. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> well, Josh's, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Columbus, what was going on with this one? I think you got the details, Kronos, right? Uh, I don't think. I didn't put this, I didn't put anything on here this week. So. Oh, okay. I forget. The, uh, these I, are I all. Know. Some of these are a blur for me because there's been like so many fucking shootings and whatnot by various yep. people. Um, I it's, say the name of the person and then maybe I'll refresh my, my memory. Uh, you know, it's not on the list. Put it, on? it would have been a uh, probably can, the person who's not on the podcast. Who could that be? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that maybe that was Stitch. I'm sorry on the ignorance because I'm trying to keep up, but. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I don't want to fuck up with which one this is. So we let let's skip it for right now until that gets oh, researched. Oh, this is the Micaiah Bryant. Know. This is Micaiah Bryant. I thought we talked about it last week. Okay, I okay. thought we did because we this one was kind of 
it's gonna be controversial. But I can kind of understand why the officer shot her, unfortunately, because it was this is the one with the girl who had she called the nine one one and they showed up to her house because she was being attacked by somebody, but she had like a knife and stabbed other people, right? Yeah, well, she was gonna stab somebody. Like you can you can watch in the video, like she's swinging a knife at somebody. It's like at that he didn't. I mean, yeah, the guy should have taken more control of the situation, but it was like chaos, and then he saw somebody getting kicked, and all of a sudden somebody was getting stabbed. So, I mean. He took out the, you know, the life-threatening threat because I mean there was a, a man assaulting a woman at the same time as well, and he took out the one that was the most threatening. And it was just like he didn't know who called him, and he didn't know how old she was, and he didn't know the the whole background. And it's it's unfortunate that she lost her life, but I mean, yeah, she was coming at somebody with a knife in front of a police officer. So, uh, to to me, was she what? Was she a, t- a minor by any chance? Yeah, I think she was like uh, fifteen or sixteen. Oh boy! But she, I mean, you couldn't tell by like her. You couldn't tell like immediately, like even still, like it, would you let a teenager kill somebody? I mean, that's where it gets in like a crazy gray area because it's like I mean, your your job is to protect the peace, and yeah. he definitely saved somebody from getting at least injured from from getting fucking stabbed. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate that the whole situation is just fucked up, man. It really is. I know I know what I said is gonna enrage some people, but it's like, hey, if I was the mom or the person that was about to get stabbed, you know, I'd be happy that she's alive. But also, I think the person that was about to get stabbed was actually the aggressor. So, you know, before the guy came on scene, but he, there's no way he could have known that. So we'll see. We'll see. I I haven't watched that one, and you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you you set it up as well as best as you can. Yeah, um, dude, it's it's crazy. So I'm drinking a, a watermelon for loco, and it just tastes like bad decisions. <laughs> God damn, I can for, really for, taste it, Dan. It's weird. <laughs> for anyone who's too fucking young to understand, for loco used to symbolize just like wow. off the hook debauchery. When it had that high ass level of caffeine plus sugar plus artificial bullshit and booze all going on at the same time back in the day with that original formula you didn't know what the fuck you were opening up with that can yeah those are, that shit was wild uppers and downers i have no idea how that was legal but at the same time i used to drink so many fucking rebels and cokes and clubs in the early 2000s yep. that was my shit fuck yeah dude that was my that was my liquid courage when i first get into the club i order like two or three of those just to <laughs> me on the dance floor yeah red bull used to come through on my college campus uh in atlanta late 90s in a toyota rav4 yeah given with, out with the, with the fucking thing on top right yeah, yeah. given yeah, out yeah. as much fucking free red bull as they can and the first time i tried it, i was like this is some nasty ass soda in a weird can like what the fuck is this but event very quickly after people were like oh you just got to mix it with vodka you just got to mix it with rum yeah. that shit is on point you know let's go it makes you want to get hyped for the club that was it they helped us all so here, I'm gonna share this by screen real quick, and this is, this is what it used to look like. Yeah, uh, yeah that's the one. Oh, that's the. I, oh yeah, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Well, Mini Cooper. Well, that's the mini. The mini. Yeah. They had a Rav Four too, I think. I yeah, think. Rav Four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, awful. they still do that. I remember they roll up and they have the backpack. They have these two girls with the titties all out, like little midriff showing. They were like, hey, you want some free Red Bull? I'm like, uh, is this a trick? No, look, it's sealed. They have the backpack and they're just like, head in mouth, here you go. I'm just like, uh. I, 
I thought it was the sample fucking size because it's not like a regular soda can. You know what I mean? It, that's for a reason. And for though, the longest time, I was like, "Why is it so fucking tiny?" And shit? why are they selling the sample? That was the fucking real size of it. Because yeah. it had so much fucking caffeine and sugar in it. So this is what's crazy is that now you can get them in like larger than a regular soda size. This is just shows how unhealthy Americans are. You can get like the gigantic mm-hmm. one now, and it's just like it's mm-hmm. normal. But yeah, back in the day, that shit was like it was tiny, but it it would get you hyped. Yeah, sure, sure would. Sure would. If I remember exactly. this correctly, like the guy who made Red Bull, like he went to some other country and he there's like a it was like a medicinal drink and he liked the taste of it so he tried to replicate it in a in a drink and they used to sell it in like austrian i think it was austria or something like that austria yep yeah in austrian it, like ski resorts yeah because it has a was that the taurine in it or something taurine like that and guarana that's the that's the other one yeah yeah didn't have didn't did it did it really have uh bull semen in it or not bull but uh <laughs> oh, semen. Yeah, I wouldn't catch something as horse that. You guys know this has fucking horse semen in it. I'm like, dude, where do you hear this shit from? Like, no, it fuck? had it had like bullfrog semen in it. That's what I've heard. This motherfucker. You know how many bullfrogs hey, you have to jack off to get their semen to make like? <laughs> yeah, right. Doesn't make any hey, man, sense. it was it was in there. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> make any fucking sense. Um, All right, let let's get into it. Uh, they had a big movie on HBO Max and in oh, theaters. Shit. <laughs> Mortal Kombat dropped. I know we got words. I know we got views. Um, let's start it off. Blue has been talking all kind of shit. That's probably why he's drinking this more loco. Hell yeah. What did you think of the Mortals Combats? Dude, this movie was... Oh God, it was so fucking bad. Like, I was watching it with the sweetest at the same time, and she was like, what are we watching? Like, this is so boring. Like, nothing made sense. And I, I stopped watching it, but I was like... I need to power through it for the podcast. Maybe it gets better. This is this is like watching the original Justice League movie. Like it just didn't make any sense. The content wasn't there. There was no character development. And I kept asking myself, like, who the fuck is Cole? Like I'm like searching through my memory and like I don't remember ever playing with a goddamn Cole. It's a new character. Is that like Luke <laughs> Luke Cage's brother or some shit? So I'd like not Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, Luke, no, Luke, Luke Cage. Yeah. So I had to look him up and they're like, oh yeah, new character. I'm like, how? They got this whole legacy of fucking characters. They decided to introduce a new fucking character who has like, I don't want to spoiler alert, but like when he finally gets his, his Luhan powers or where the fuck it was, he basically had the Black Panther fucking suit that transferred kinetic energy into, into his powers. And I was like, this is some Black Panther fucking ripoff powers if I ever seen anything. And then like... The storyline was inconsistent. Like everybody looked. Hard. I mean, I, I know the budget was like like fifty million or something like that. And, and this was the director's first movie, and it fucking showed. But like, it just it was fucking garbage. Like Raiden sucked. Like when he like his eyes, like you could see like his pupils, and it was like it, it barely looked like there was a smear on the camera, and it just it just looked at all kind of bad. And then the one thing that really got me into like when I first watched the first seven minutes, um, that they leaked, I was like, okay, this looks pretty fucking dope. Like. Let me see what this movie's all about. Like, once I watched it, there's this in the very beginning, uh, Sub Zero character. Like, he he speaks Chinese to a Japanese family, but then he turns around and starts speaking Japanese. And I know, like, Japanese, like, there's a lot of characters and things that are very similar, so there's some stuff that can be translated. But then, like, later on, he fucking speaks English, and this is like like 1400th century, like Japan, and he fucking speaks English, and then like he walks away. I'm like. How the fuck is he speaking English? Like, who who let that shit slide? I didn't make any fucking sense. And then like later on when uh when when Scorpio is fighting with his his great great 
grandniece or nephew or whatever fuck? How does he understand what the fuck he's saying? Like, the guy is speaking Japanese and, like, ancient Japanese, so they can't be, like, the same, like, dialogue, and for some reason they're they're fighting at the same time and level and understanding each other. I was like, this doesn't make any kind of Yeah, hold on. Okay, so that, that part, the, historically, if you look at, like, Japanese and Chinese, like, going at each other, like, they would have known about each other. They would have been, had multiple skirmishes and even wars, you know, even back in the day. I mean, it's, it's not that far from fucking China. Well, no, because... Go ahead. Well, they they said the whole thing with Scorpio and Sub Zero is that he's um, what is it called? They're part. They used to be part of the same clan, but he moved away from it or whatever. But that like, I don't know, it just didn't make any fucking sense. And then like, how is Cole like an orphan? Like at first I was confused. I thought Cole was like the baby that they hid under under the stairs. But then I realized, okay, no, they in the in the trend in the subtitles they say sister, your sister is crying, and I was like, okay, okay, that it, it was a girl, it wasn't Cole. But like, it, this is okay. This is the one thing that really, really bugged the fuck out of me. So Cole is a chosen one, right? Like he has the birthmark, which turns out to be like, you know, he's a chosen one for Mortal Kombat. But he gets his ass fucking kicked in the beginning of the movie. Like, shouldn't he lose that ability? Like, you're not, you're not Earth fucking hero. This guy just whooped your ass. Like, you should be demoted to fucking like the trash collector or something. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Cole was the most horrible character in this entire movie. He sucked. He kept getting his ass kicked like you can tell he could barely act and like they they threw out like their most popular character with the the forearm guy i can't think of his name right now and he gets or fucking killed yeah like i don't know this this movie just just wasn't there for me and like the one thing that was really missing was the fucking soundtrack like the soundtrack was like lock like lesser or like it, was, it was lame yeah it was it was totally lame like once it finally started it seemed like it was getting good like the movie ended like it was like maybe two minutes worth of cool ass music and it just stopped and that was it yeah so real, real quick i gotta rewind because i said something that was incorrect cole uh young was not in the new game i thought i haven't played the newest game so i assume that he was in the new game he's not i yeah. thought he was like the chrono character which he's not no he was specifically created for the film yeah which is fine i mean like a lot of the lore they, they got right in the movie so and oh god! And everybody keeps saying how good that um, what's that guy's name? The guy that with the, the shoots the laser out of his eye. I can't remember his name right now. Kano. Yeah, everybody kept saying like, oh, he's he's the greatest, and he held this movie and blah blah. I was like, he was like the stereotypical white guy in a Chinese movie where he he thinks he's fucking badass, and he makes fun of everybody for for being a certain way, and he talks about how cool and badass he is, but he always keeps turning around and getting his ass kicked. It's like that, that shit was just cliche. <laughs> Let me jump in here real, real quick. Because um, everybody has, you know, their own takes on things. I'm going to say uh, one big compliment for me. This CC Stringer, goddammit. Oh, Boy. This is a thick, bad red bone right here. She plays Melina. I had never seen this actress before. She was walking up in the nether realm, and all I saw was cake and yeah. <laughs> what in the oh fuck? My God. Come yeah, on now. She, yeah, she, you, she was sick. She, she was actually, I was, I was like, God damn. Like, I had to pause the fucking movie. But <laughs> so I, I really, I appreciated the fact that um, I thought that that actress kind of uh, kind of brought it. She also did great with the makeup and stuff. She didn't have a whole lot of fucking lines, but I thought that was cool. And then one other quick thing. I dug both Scorpion and Sub-Zero fights. I really did. I thought those were uh, violent. I thought they were 
uh, a creative, you know what I mean? Like, you have, obviously, your get over here. You have the freeze powers and all of that. But I thought what they did with especially those uh, those fights was quite fun and violent and, and super-duper cool. I'll say those things. What you got to say, Old Ninja? Um, I'm going to say this. I don't need Shakespeare in Mortal Kombat. Mm. So I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I think if you were a... If you knew a bit more of the Mortal Kombat lore, you would probably appreciate the film a lot more because I've played most of the Mortal Kombats, even some of the shitty ones like uh, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero because that's a pretty shitty game because the controls suck. Um, I enjoyed this film uh i thought like they got a lot of the fucking mortal kombat lore correct um there was a lot of stuff that's in there if you're if your favorite character is not in the film they're either easter egged or they're flat out mentioned by name um i thought they did a really good job trying to squeeze everything in there um i felt like the fights were definitely a bit more um raw as the other ones uh it's funny because like blue is complaining about kano but literally what you described about kano is what makes kano kano that's why he's hated and he's like that in every rendition uh because if you watch mortal kombat legacy which is currently on uh hbo max which was a web series which now you can watch on hbo max all of it um kano's the exact same way by the actor that plays him. If you watch the 1995 Mortal Kombat, Kano's the exact same way. Yeah. He's uh he starts out as an Australian guy. He's a dick. He's a he's a double crosser. He's arrogant, chauvinistic. All of that is there. Um, I didn't particularly care for Cole, but he was kind of whatever. I mean, I know that his bloodline is supposed to be, you know, descended from Scorpion, and um, Scorpion is based off, uh, at least in this film. He's based off of a true, uh, a real person because Hanzo uh, is a true, I guess, ninja in Japanese folklore. He uh, he's very revered and he's talked about a lot. He's talked about with a lot of respect. So I think bringing him in that lore brought in was a very, very a nice little nod, a very nice little tie into it. Sub Zero was an ass. Uh, I know that a lot of people. Uh, when they play the game, they usually have Sub-Zero as kind of a hero, but he's really not. It's supposed to be <laughs> Liu Kang. Um, you know, Liu Kang is kind of the, the hero and whatnot. I think this is a great jump-off point for um, subsequent sequels, even though it's not a perfect film, and it is it is sometimes kind of all over the place. Uh, the main guy, Cole, wasn't a huge selling point for me, but I felt like he served his purpose. What you got, Kronos? Listen, I, I like the movie a lot. Uh, I think that, yeah, parts were cheesy, parts were poorly written, parts were, you know, could have been done better. But it, to me, I just wanted to see um, an action movie from, like, it's basically an action movie from, like, the 90s. So it gave me everything <clears throat> I wanted. Because, you know, I grew up in the my formative years in the 90s, um, and this really was, like, a throwback to the 90s for me. It was, like, you know, it was kind of shitty, it was kind of funny, and it was kind of shitty for being funny. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, especially like the the amount of gore they had and the fight the fight scenes I, I really liked. Um, the scene where uh, not Luke, was it Liu Kang, where he took his fucking his, his hat off and threw the fucking hat and oh, chopped Kung that Lao. Shit. Kung Lao, yeah, Kung Lao. and chopped it in half and was like screaming and shit like that and said "Flawless victory." I was fucking dying laughing. That shit was so fucking funny to me. I, I like it, it. The movie didn't take itself too seriously, and I think that if you 
took the movie seriously. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that was the point to the movie. I thought it was just, like, a, a fun movie. It was fucking silly as fuck. And I liked it. So, yeah. I, I want to see more of them. There's, there's going to be more of them. So keep making them. I, I want this to be... I want, I want this to be as ridiculous as, uh, like, the Fast and Furious movies and to get just as much <laughs> revenue. Like, seriously. Because, I mean, Fast and Furious has the same shitty fucking, you know, premise. Yeah. The same shitty acting. You know, the ridiculous fucking action scenes. Oh, way over the top. You know, can never happen in real life. But we, I still enjoy them. It's my guilty, guilty pleasure. So, Mortal Kombat, this one was my guilty pleasure. I, I watched it twice. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go that twice is, is big um, I'll, I'll say this like I mean Blue mentioned the whole 55 million dollar budget that's nothing you know what I mean in terms of a budget and to have like fight scenes and CGI that looked competent uh, on that budget is actually pretty impressive to me I thought it was more like a 80 90 million dollar budget um, but you know they're trying they're trying to set up a franchise they're trying to set up some sequels and so far, I want I do want to see more. You know what I mean? And, and I'm I'm agreeing with everybody that there's bad acting, there's bad writing, but it kind of had a little bit of a Ash versus Evil Dead feel to me in terms of like over the top and and badass at times and cheesy at times and funny at times. But go yeah. ahead. Well, I was gonna say the the original one from the '90s, from '90, what it came out in '93? No, no, '90, '99, '98. 95 came out on five came out in, in a year yeah that one <laughs> well, that one that one cost uh that budget for that one was only like i think it was 15 or 18 million so it even had a smaller budget than that yeah but that was like there's inflation yeah, that's, 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 yeah. That, that probably that probably was like 100 million back then that was back when candy bring. cost a nickel bro yeah <laughs> but it's 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 interesting too because like i forgot to mention like sonia like i didn't i i hated her character just well no i didn't hate her character her character just didn't make any sense because she wasn't marked, but she was hanging out with everybody. Like, why would why would you bring somebody to your to come hang out with the with the fighters when they don't when they don't when they don't have a VIP pass to come in? Basically, like she doesn't have a pass. And she doesn't get until later when she she fucking kills somebody. But they didn't explain like how her and her and um God to do with the with the arms eggs from eggs. I'm calling them eggs. He's eggs from fucking true blood. <laughs> true, true blood yeah. <laughs> They didn't explain like how they're able to track down people with like the symbols. Like there's so much, there's so much I I didn't know. Like come on, I guess I'm I'm like I I play Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, but it's not my my game of choice. Like I'm I'm more of a Street Fighter, but like I'm more of the Street I don't like the Street Fighter lore. But I feel like they didn't like if you're somebody who did not know about Mortal Kombat, they didn't build the characters up for you to like this franchise, like to get you into it. Like for example, like. Uh, like Iron Man, like I guess Marvel's probably like the the that high bar that movies are trying to contend with. But like you know, the way they develop the characters and like introduce everybody, it's kind of like it just makes sense. Where, where with this movie, they didn't really do that. They just threw everybody at you, gave you a little bit of background, and then that was it. Can, can I just say this though? Like, I, I hear you, and, and you're right. They did set up Iron Man RDJ really, really well, but. Like, that's a PG-13 superhero movie, and this is an R-rated, like, video game adaptation. Not to mention, Mortal Kombat is an is a ensemble movie. Mortal Com- or Iron Man focused on one hero, one guy. Yeah. So that whole film, you had that whole film to develop one person. This one, you have, like, eight 
people or more yeah. to develop. So you're, there's not enough time to develop what? all this. You got to give little by little, and then you got to do round robin, little round robin, and then and then go with it. I would say a perfect example would be Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like they are able to introduce the villains and give them a backstory and build them up before like or. To help build the story along, to make the the story flow along no, as it goes on. No, they didn't even really give him backstory. They just did it in like small little sections. They introduced a fucking bad guy, and then all of a sudden the bad guy gets her ass kicked. So like there was like very little backstory in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And that but, was all comedy. Like, yeah, no, you know but what that's, I mean? that's what this should have been. They should have just made this fucking comedy. Like it was. It wasn't comedy know, was to a, you. It was comedy to me. Oh god, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so, so fucking funny so, to me. So bad. But no, like the one thing that I did like the fight scene, the Sub Zero and Scorpio fight scene, the, the first one and the second fight they did was really good. But they didn't explain like why did Sub Zero go to hell, or I guess he went to hell. Like he you just mean Scorpion or Scorpio, yeah, Scorpion. Like they didn't explain like you know he's like crawling to his family, and then all of a sudden he just catches on fire and disappears. Because he's like they don't explain like what the fuck happened with that. He's supposed to. That that's in the video game lore. He's supposed to like. He's a spirit he, he, of vengeance, basically. He goes to hell, mm-hmm. but then he's so angry, he comes back as Scorpion to get vengeance on Sub-Zero. Yeah, they need to, anyway, they need to, they need to explain that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know, they sort of did. Yeah, very, yeah. very lightly, but I was good with it. Uh, special shout-out to uh, Joe Talsim, who was uh, the guy who played Sub-Zero. He was also in Warrior. He's an excellent character in Warrior. He's mm-hmm. the... Uh, other he's not a protagonist he's like kind of the bad guy but kind of not um in the first season of warrior he's he's a really good um he does really good choreography like fight choreography so and he has like these really um like some of his like mannerisms are like really interesting so i I thought it was really cool to see him uh getting more work i hope he gets even more work um going forward so (laughs) you know oh i didn't know that what? Yeah, he's in the Force Awakens when they uh, when they're hunting down Han Solo. He's one of the guys trying to get their money from him. Nice. I, I gotta give I gotta give him props too. There was one more fight that awesome. uh, was actually really fun. Uh, Sub Zero versus Jax. That wasn't a bad fight either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck Jax up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, listen. If, that, if, if you watch cool. Sub Zero or if you watch any Mortal Kombat anything. You know Jax is gonna lose his fucking arms, so it's just a matter no, of time. He's no. like, oh, he's gonna get his arms fucking, they're gonna get taken. So yeah, yeah. They, they um, end up with little baby arms like fucking Robin from. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> we, had look, we had the little arms. I was like, oh yeah. shit, he's got he's got Robin little baby hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, can't yeah, masturbate no. with that. <laughs> I, I understand some of the people who uh, like Blue or you know hating on it or really just despise uh, despise the movie uh, in some ways. But I guess, you know, maybe my expectations were right at the right mark because I came in, you know, with lowish to mid expectations and it kind of met them. And then there were times when I, you know, rolling my eyes at certain dialogue. I'm like, okay, get to the next fight. But overall, I was like, okay, the fights won me over to not loving it, but lukewarm liking it and wanting to see a sequel. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'll say on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, if, if I if 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 this wasn't on HBO Max and I saw this in a theater, I probably would ask for my money back. God damn. Yeah. All right. You know, I mean, we all we all got our things. Mm-hmm. Should should we do the Falcon? Didn't they have the finale? Wait, what's everybody's rating for it? Our score. I'm gonna go seven point 
six. Yeah, seven five. Seven five. I'm gonna go solid seven for me. Solid seven for me as well. Okay. What about you? I'm giving it just two. I'm gonna say that shit. And only I give it to us for for CC's cakes and uh, (laughs) and for the the begin the opening fight scene. That's kind of dope. Damn. Actually, no. I'll give no. I'll keep. Let's keep that point because I did like when when Scorpio said, "Come over here." Like I was like, "Oh shit!" Now we're gonna get real. You're already fucking up a catchphrase. Just get over here. How dare you? Just stop it. (laughs) That's how much you hate the fucking. No, no. He said. He said. He said, "Come over here." He was being nice. It was friendship mode. Oh, <laughs> oh, All right. How dare you, Blue? Uh, we had uh, Bubba Gump, uh, Bubba Gump, and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> it's the Sam and Bucky show. God Sam and Bucky show. What y'all uh, think of the finale? God damn it! I like everybody go first. Yeah, I think everybody watched it, right? To, yeah, I'm trying to. Did everybody watch it? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, we watched it. Okay. Trying to, just trying to remember it because I've been watching a lot of stuff. I've been watching Invincible too, so. Um, yeah, the uh, I like the finale. I think that them going into like more of the kind of like social injustice issues in America with like you know the original Captain America, you know, and, and him not being him not being uh, highlighted at all in history. I think at the end was like a really nice homage to him. Um, I think it was really cool to see Falcon in his Captain America suit. Which is it's pretty close to comic accurate. Like it's pretty fucking close to the way he looks at the comics. So it was cool to see him fighting in a shield. It's cool to see him like fighting and fucking winning instead of getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so that that's good. Yeah, I, I really I, I like the the direction of the of the the whole entire series. I understand how some people well, actually I don't understand how some people didn't. I, I liked it. Like the the it's been it, it's basically like watching um, a Marvel movie. But across, you know, what seven or eight episodes, but they're ba- for me like they're movie quality, like they really yeah. are, like as far as the production value goes. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I actually shout out to um, God damn it, the guy who plays um, Falcon. What's his name? Oh, uh, Clarence Anthony Clarence. Mackie. Clarence. 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 Yeah, it's Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. <laughs> um, I was watching some things about how Anthony Mackie was trying to um, get Marvel to understand that. You know, we need to have, you know, black superheroes and trying to get more than it. Like, they had the Black Panther, but it's like, I think one of his things was like, yeah, you have the Black Panther, but can we can we do a movie where you have like, you know, a black main character, but it's not just a black movie. You know what I mean? And I understand like, what are you saying there? It's like, you need to like have it so people are just like, it's normal for like a black lead actor leading a diverse cast, not just making it all black. Don't get me wrong. I love the Black Panther. I love everything they did with the Black Panther. But, you know, at the same time, it's just like, it was an all-black cast, but it's like, why can't we all just, you know, get into this? And him really breaking down in the industry um, of, like, the issues that he saw and how he was trying to bring, you know, the Falcon really to life on screen, I thought was really cool. And um, I really appreciated, like, the whole series, especially, like, the the direction they took with, like, bringing um, Isaiah Bradley into the show and uh, really showing the history of this character that people might not have known about, um, even though it caused some 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 backlash. But it's backlash from people that were fucking shouldn't be watching this shit anyway. They're backlash by fucking racists that should you know live their lives in obscurity. Not they shouldn't have their voices highlighted. They should be you know kind of just buried, diminished. Yeah, like no. seriously, like fuck your racist views, man. Like 
if you don't read the comics, you know, you don't know this character exists, but don't get mad about it. You know, Marvel's been on the forefront of fucking civil rights since they've pretty much been around. You know, for, for somebody to that that's racist, they doesn't recognize that, then fuck you, man. Or woman, whoever you are. <laughs> I, I'm with I'm with you on the um Sam Ascension. His suit looks great. I, I, I gotta give props. Uh at first I was a little confused with the, where they were going with Isaiah when they like briefly introduced him midway through. Yeah. But I came I came completely around. I liked the ending for him. I, I thought that was cool. Uh on the negative side for me, Carly might might have been my least satisfying villain. Like she, nothing she said or did, kind of just worked for me or convinced me that she was, you know, leading this uh, super soldier terrorist, you know, but sympathetic kind of army. Even though she told, I, I, I don't know, Carly didn't work for me. Like, even though all. she told them what to do and they did it, she wasn't a leader. Yeah, yeah, Carly just <laughs> failed. Like towards, I think it was the last episode, and I was, I was trying to be patient and see how it would end with her. But she's just like one world and, and looking around and they're just like one people like, you know <laughs> even they were just like Carly what the fuck are we doing like, here like goddamn it like yeah. Hell Hydra <laughs> yeah like shrug you know so Carly was a big detractor for me and then the other one I would say is um, as much as I loved Sam's journey you know minus maybe the bubblegum shrimp stuff but Sam's journey was cool. Um, and, and him getting the shield and the, all that meeting with Isaiah, but God damn it. I fucking hated Battlestar. Like all Battlestar is, is just, hey, let me motive, let me motivate Walker. Let me motivate Walker, you know, with a, a, a few big, uh, pep talks for Walker and then he dies and that's just motivation for Walker to, you know, kill on camera. What? Battlestar doesn't really have his own fucking identity outside of Walker at all, which I get it. He's a side character. No, but but I mean, then when, when, you add insult, but hold on, when, when you add insult to injury and his parents are lied to about his death too from Walker, I was just like, man, I, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like anything they did with Battlestar. Well, I mean, it's good that he died. Because <laughs> no, I mean, you didn't <laughs> yeah, like him. So just, he didn't have any identity. A... Now he has no life. <laughs> yeah, so, Battle, Battlestar was a whack. <laughs> Battlestar was a whack as black best friend, like and nothing more. And so I was like, what? A-? He just made me roll my eyes. So I thought that both Battlestar and Carly for me were misses. But I liked Sam. I, I'll give even Bucky some props too in terms of his sympathetic journey. And and then Zemo, I loved Zemo. I loved I loved <laughs> Zemo more in this series than I did in Civil War. You know, I, I thought he, he warned me up. I'm always like, you know, he, lukewarm on Zemo. I fucking love Zemo now. Uh, oh, and then the one last one I'll say, and then I'll hand it over to uh, Old Ninja. Uh, Sharon, it was cool that they brought her back, but the power broker reveal, I was just like, okay. And she's making jokes with a bullet in her stomach. I was like, eh, I don't know. I think, that, uh, that was I think she's just, she might be a scroll. So- <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, we see this in Avengers where Phil Coulson's getting shot in the gut. He gets killed by Loki, but he's still cracking jokes as he's bleeding out on the floor. Yeah, so that's not, and he's it, a shield me, agent as well. So I, yeah, to me, and I don't watch Agents of Shield, but I, I, no, I just... no, this happens in Avengers when Loki gets out and gets him, and then like Coulson blasts him with the gun. He's like, oh, that's what that does. Ma- you know, maybe it was jokes. Maybe it was the timing because Sam had just given his like pretty cool speech. You know what I mean yeah. about like 
the, what the shield means and doing better to those senators and all that and you know one world one love people and then right afterwards it's like Sharon's like, Haha, I got a bullet in my stomach. <laughs> and it just, it fell flat to me. And she got her job back because of it. Oh, she got to enter back in the country. Look. Uh... Oh, she got her job back at, at S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but she was out of the country. Is S.H.I.E.L.D. around? Maybe I missed that. Well, they don't mention S.H.I.E.L.D., but. Okay. I mean, she's probably going to be part of S.W.O.R.D. But yeah. still, um, I, I, I know a lot of people are freaking out about Sharon. I don't see why. I mean,. There are, like, more people now that, oh, Sharon's going to be a scroll. I don't know if I like that. I'm like, dude, that's great. Let Sharon be a scroll. Like, let's find out what happened to the real Sharon. Um, now she's doing the fairy shit, selling uh, state secrets to the highest biller, uh, billing and all that shit. Um, I kind of like that, even though her legacy has been pure and stuff with Peggy. But I want to see where this goes. I want to see, is she a scroll? So I won't be surprised. Also, uh uh nick fury's possible booty call at least in the comics um is she gonna be the scroll queen or is she just you know is she assembling the dark avengers you know i want to see where that kind of goes um i hate doing this but i have to uh, rarely on this podcast where you hear this but i have to read with prodigy about Carly. Come again? Come again? Uh, <laughs> Car- Carly was just kind of a spoiled brat with powers and I was just like, um, I don't like your cause, I guess, is one thing, but not everybody's on board, like in, including your followers and, and me watching it. So I was just like, uh, I guess uh, to me, the real villains were was Walker and Zemo, like Zemo being out of prison felt more precarious than anything Harley ever did. Um, Walker going from hero to like psycho was to me more dangerous than anything so uh the two of them put together was like the villains for me in this show um but yeah uh, i really 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 appreciated the isaiah bradley uh story i'm glad the way they kind of wrapped it up um i'm glad they actually brought it brought it out because the story came out in 2003 and they brought it to live action now uh, i think it's uh i think it was a great message um i love carl lumby he's been doing comics and movies voices for a while um him being this character this is like i this is basically an iconic character uh again that he gets to play so i'm i'm glad for his i'm thankful for his performance um i'm glad for anthony mackie because now moving forward he's now captain america so in the upcoming avengers film that's what we gotta have um what i'm hoping to see that he smashes natalie portman later on so we'll see if that happens uh, because she'll she'll be Thor at one point. So um, Bucky's journey, I felt I kind of felt for like I wasn't like super kind of down because I was like I felt like he was kind of nerfed a little bit compared to the film versions of him. But I know that he was going through some stuff. Maybe that affected him. Maybe they just didn't want to overpower him or something. I, I don't know. But it was the door hitting that control alt delete on his ass. Possibly, I mean that could fuck with you, thinking that you have an all powerful arm, and all of a sudden, three clicks and your shit is on the floor. It's like, oh shit, <laughs> that would fuck up anybody, really. But yeah, overall, I, I I like the series. I like what they did. I feel like the big miss is definitely was Carly. She was a miss for me. Um, Sharon was a hit for me. Uh, Sam was a hit. Isaiah was a huge hit. Um, I, I enjoyed the series. There you go. What you got, Blue? 
I thought I already went. Are you going to say something, No, I haven't got oh. it yet. Oh, I, hold on. Real quick, I just, I, I want Go Becky ahead. to uh, definitely fuck uh, fucking sister. I'm just saying. He's, you he, want he, Bucky he, to wait. fuck her? Yeah. <laughs> B B Bucky's invited oh, yeah. to the barbecue. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh -huh. Wait a minute. Now, Bucky brought a fucking store-bought cake, goddamn. You can't do that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get another invite. But he was sitting down, he was, he was sitting down with the kids, talking to the kids, you know, trying to be the family. <laughs> yeah, he's you act like he you know, he's, he's going to go. You really, you really think he's going to cook with both he of them arms? He yelled at them kids, too. Like, Put that shit down, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to be your daddy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Damn. Go ahead, Blue. For me overall, I, I really enjoyed this series. It's I, I I like WandaVision more than this than this series, but uh, it's, this series was still fun because it built up, you know, the Winter the the Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon, and like knowing him, knowing that he became Captain America because originally he gives away the shield, and eventually at the end he 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 earns it back, like he really earns the the title of Captain America, and, and like I like how people recognize him as Captain America, but with I like I can't remember I think somebody called him the Black Captain America or I maybe mean, they might have just called him the Black Falcon or something like that. But um I, I think you're I think you're right in both accounts. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But I, I really like how they what the old guy, his name was a um was it oh god, what's the guy's name? The older guy who was also uh, Isaiah Bradley? Isaiah Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. I can't say that name for some reason. But, Isaiah. Um, just call him I like Bradley. how <laughs> Yeah, I like how I like what they did for Bradley. Like, you know, they gave him props and let him know like uh he, he brought him into the Captain America museum. Like he had him like they made a display for him, whatever not. But like, you know, it's it's interesting how they like touched on that that avenue of like American history, how like, you know like a lot of black people fought in wars and stuff like that but we're recognized for it or something something of that of that nature and i like how they really portray that in the show but like overall i thought the show was really good uh uh clarence did a really good job as, as falcon especially i like <laughs> I, I like at the end when he when he got his when he got the 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 suit the wakanda falcon suit and like how he had like two birds and like he's able to like hack and talk to the girl in the helicopter like that scene alone right there was pretty fucking dope like he tells her like hey you know on the count of three you're gonna take control and like he basically did like what he did in the in the first episode where he flies through the helicopter and grabs the the, the hostage or whatever but um yeah like i agree too the homegirl with the red hair like yeah she she didn't have any like i mean she had powers and stuff like that but she just didn't seem like a like a threat like her her whole motivation just seemed i mean you know people like people were coming here and taking over like their area but also kind of touches on like okay what happened after the snap like this all this takes place after the snap and like there's a bunch of people who like the snap worked like we need to get back to how the snap was but also introduced a bunch of questions like you know okay so the snap happened and this house is abandoned well i'm gonna move in there like these people aren't coming back well all of a sudden people come back and it's like hey get the fuck out of my house like this is my goddamn house and it's like no dude i've been living here for fucking five years you you get the fuck out of my house like they i like how they touched on that what they would have answer more like they should i wish there was more responses to that so we can see exactly how like you know tony stark wanted his wanted to to keep his family so he didn't want to change time so he just brought everybody everybody from the past back to the future and that whole avenue right there just that, that would fuck up anybody like I, I like to see more about what happened with the snap like i hope disney makes us i don't know they should make a snap a snap movie well i mean they, something they, I don't they, know. they've done it in two different series now i mean they talked about the snap in uh you know, WandaVision and now and, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I, I think it's good that they're actually even talking about it. Because, I mean, usually, I, I don't think they want to talk about it at all. 
What he did in Spider-Man 2 in Homecoming, they talked about what? it. I don't need Spider who? Uh, <laughs> what? You mean the European Iron, vacation Iron Man? one did it. <laughs> baby baby Spider-Man? Iron Man? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see more about... I'd like to learn more about, like, how life is after the snap. Like, because... Like, what happened to people in airplanes? Like, what happened if you got snapped while you were in an airplane? Like, when you came back, did you just fucking fall to the, to the ground? I think they talk about that a little bit in the show. I remember I see that somewhere else. I don't know. All this shit's a blur. <laughs> um, Overall, I enjoyed the series. The old, this is a, a stupid quibble. I will say this. Whenever I see a fight in New York City with, like, Avengers or, or characters, I'm always just like, well, what's uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man doing right now? Like, don't do they see this shit on the news and just be like, "Ah, hey, I'm cool," but it's all good. <laughs> but Spider-Man's lost in Europe still, so. <laughs> I thought he came back. No, he at the end of uh, far, uh, European vacation, he, he's in New, New York. York. Yeah. Oh yeah, so. he gets called out by uh, our homeboy. Uh, Jake Jordan Jameson. Triple no, J. Omni Man calls him out. Omni <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that Invincible since you mentioned Omni-Man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, Invincible, it was like episode 8 dropped on Friday, and man, this show is so fucking good. Like, it takes all your superhero animated shows and was like, Amazon's like, fuck you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this shit as violent as I, as I can possibly make it violent. But, like, um, Omni-Man's wife finds out, like, yeah, he, he did kill the, the Guardian of the Galaxies or whatever they're fucking called. <laughs> But um, and I wonder if he killed the the Taylor guy because the previous episode he was having a beer on the roof with him, and he kept talking about how like yeah you know I, there's trust issues and this and that and it, that's kind of where the series ends. We don't get to see what happened to the Taylor guy, or Edna Moe, as I, I like to call him. <laughs> but uh, yeah we get we get to see that Invincible and his his girlfriend they're like having like relationship issues and she he actually flat flat out tells her that tells her that he's invincible but she still gets mad at him like. You should have told me sooner and shit like that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he's trying to protect you. Like, why are you so mad? Like, come on, girl. Calm down. But, um, yeah, so he ends up, like, um, he ends up, like, just flying off. And, like, he's he talking about how he's giving up superheroing because he's he sucks at it. Like, you know, he calls people fuck to die. And, like, he wasn't there for his friends. He's not there for his, uh, his, like, he's, he's not very good at being a hero. So he, he meets up with, with, with Star Girl. But this whole time, the the DEO, I can't remember the name of the group. But I'm calling them the DEO. They're they're on to Homelander and like Homelander. I'm not Homelander. Omni Man. <laughs> Omni Man. <laughs> yeah, they're on to the the Omni Man and like uh, they this this shit's fucking dope. Like they tried to stop him, and they had like a giant fucking goddamn death beam from space. And I love this. This was like one of my favorite lines from the, from the show. But like uh, it it stopped him for a second. But uh, it, it only caused them to have a little nosebleed, and like the director of Dio was like, "Oh, we spent like eight billion dollars for for a nosebleed or something like that." But um, oh, man, this show is so fucking good. Like the fight scenes are cool, and like you know, we know Omni Man's a fucking like a he's basically a knockoff Superman, but he's like fucking shit up, and he's like in, unstoppable, and like you know, he's trying to get to his and uh, one crazy scene is like. There's a, there's a part where Omni-Man's trying to tell his son exactly, like, why he did what he did. And, like, you're wondering, like, okay, is there really a reason why he did what he did? Like, you know, is there something more to the story? But, like, we just find out he's just, you know, talking to the wind, basically. And um, he tries to get to his son, and, like, the is trying to use his son to stop um, Omni-Man. It's, oh, this show's just so fucking crazy. Like, it's, it's, it's not all over the place, but, like, it all makes sense. Like, they have a fucking... 
Omni-Man fighting a goddamn um, kaiju that he killed earlier and they fucking somehow souped it up with some fucking Godzilla DNA and fucking gave it a Red Bull and a, and a four loco. It's like, hey, this motherfucker's <laughs> the one that did this to you. <laughs> and Damn. they set him loose on him. But like, this show's so fucking good for an animated show. Yeah, you're right. They So they sent zombie Robocop, a kaiju, oh, yeah. a death la- and then a death laser from space and fucking and the immortal came back oh yeah and and probably got his ass whipped again i was like god damn (laughs) like what the fuck like i was like he's doing all right all right then it's oh no he's not doing all right he's doing terrible (laughs) jesus christ oh my god i was like um you didn't you didn't take that hit that heading like (laughs) you didn't take that as a fucking lesson to me um separate your top half from your bottom half i mean yeah he was just he should have went you (laughs) know Maybe the Vegeta route, you know, and the Goku route. Maybe go to the hyperbolic time chamber and train a little bit more. Because the first time yeah. you fought him, you got your ass whooped. Maybe train a little bit more <laughs> before you try to take yeah. him on again. I was like, yeah. God damn. That, yeah, that episode. But then we also had uh, Agent Coulson try to take him out, too. Like, you know, when they find out, when uh, Omni Man found out that he's been spying on them from across the street. And uh, Agent Coulson, which you think he's like a little, little weakling scaredy cat he's like oh for for the motherland and fucking blew up the building or some shit no no he blew up the block no he blew up the house he, he blew up like half the block because no. it, it splits like uh he takes the house but he, he at least takes out the house behind him too it's definitely it and, wasn't uh, yeah it was just i'm pretty sure it was just the building j- just that one house because you haven't watched the latest episode but yeah i'm pretty sure it's just the one house yeah, the well, the guy's like the guy with the his face, freaking the evil Coulson Cole. or evil. Is it Cole? I'm pretty is sure his Cole? name is Cole. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, he he literally tells Omni Man's wife, like, "Hey, we evacuated this whole neighborhood just in case, and we knew that it was probably going to come to this." And there's like literally a crater in that neighborhood. It's like holy shit. Or maybe it's- and uh, what what Omni Man says to. The immortal, he's like, you should have just stayed dead, and then rips him up. That's some fucked up shit. Basically, fucked up. Dude, they have a fucking chance. But what? Another cool thing is a uh, little backstory with uh, with Robot. Like, he's working with the fucking the clone twins, and they basically fucking built him a body. But it, this shit, this shit's fucking kind of creepy. Like he he had them build them a body of one of the members. But the body is of that member at a young age because they have a thing for Monster Girl or some shit like that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Thirsty. Of... Simping. But then we learn he's like some freaky ass little kid in a goddamn jar or some shit like that. Like he's he's actually a real person that's been controlling this robot from a fucking test tube, basically. C- I, I'm I sorry. Just... I think it's Cecil. Oh, oh it is yeah, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil. Cecil. Yeah, the, the tor- t- teleporting guy. Yeah. I just want to say yeah. this. I'm a little bit behind. I'm like, I think on episode five, but Monster Girl tripped me out when she was just like, mm, I'm actually in my 20s. I know I look like a little girl. And then like only like pedophiles and real weirdos try to talk to me. I was like, whoa, this is some fucked up, yeah. twisted yeah. shit. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. And then she talks about how she gets uh, younger as she mm-hmm. like continues fight or continues transforming and fighting. I was like, hmm. That was wild but, to me. Go ahead. That's that's fucking crazy. Like I feel bad for her because like you know she's a she's a grown ass woman. She, like she can't really find like love or affection. So what robot do, does it makes fucking sense. And not robot. It's not a robot. I can't remember his real name now. But it's the, the uh, person call, who becomes. They call it robot. 
macho shit. Yeah, they still call him robot. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't thought robot was the. I thought robot was the woman because he had like little. It looks like he had a little fucking. He looks like. He makes me think of the robot from um, Spaceballs a little bit, just because he looks like a, a <laughs> oh, emo robot. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's me. That's funny. Um, I think the important thing that we need to point out is that um, when the immortal is killed, it is broadcast across the entire planet, so everybody gets to see Omni Man kill the immortal twice, and he does it while his son is watching. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, I wish I could talk about. So I watched the the finale today. Oh, I, I can't talk about it until the thirtieth. And I, I wish I read the comics. I think I have it somewhere in, in the. I think I have one of the compendiums. If I would have read the compendium, I kind of talked about what might have happened, but I I don't I don't know. But um, yeah, the finale is really good. There's like a lot of stuff that gets answered, and I was like, holy fucking shit, she gets crazy. But uh, yeah, Omni Man is a fucking asshole. Like he, y'all will see in the finale. I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. But he's he surpassed Homelander as like being like a villain, and he's in like Stormfront territory. <laughs> he's he's eclipsing Stormfront, like easily. <laughs> I'm just like, god damn! It, it it's god damn, uh, Stormfront was a fucking Nazi. Shit. <laughs> he's he, yeah. He's he's he, worse than he's a Nazi. There. Okay. He's worse than a Nazi. So god damn. You damn. you'll you'll see. Like when it when it drops on Friday, <laughs> so I gotta catch up. Yeah, uh, you know, go ahead. I, just, I was just gonna say like we know Omni Man is fucking badass because that uh, in that one episode when he goes through the portal to that other fucking planet or whatever, and he fucking wrecks fucking shit. Basically, he, uh, he annihilated the whole fucking planet basically, and then fucking yeah. bounce. He's like, if you don't let me get back home, I'm gonna kill you. Okay, let me let you back home. Okay, I'm still gonna fucking kill you. Bye. Yeah, but you have no idea like his motives at all up until this point, right? So I have an I have an idea, but I don't. Just because like in the beginning <laughs> he, they they talk about how like um how like their people go to different planets and help out and stuff like that. But the first what he, right when he said that it made me think of fucking like like Saiyans or some shit. Like they go and fucking destroy planets and shit just so they can turn around and sell it. <laughs> Maybe. Don't spoil nothing. I'm not gonna yeah. spoil it, but yeah, it's just like what he does and like what he says, and it's shit's all bad. Um, but yeah, the 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 episode that is out, the latest one, is uh, it was really good because like watching, you know, Omni Man f- fight the immortal and fight that crazy ass kaiju, and when his son sees like what his father is capable of, was like eye opening. And it was just like it was pure insanity, and the fact that the the new Guardians of the Globe were like, should we go help? Let's go do something. Was like, well, it's Omni Man, and what are we gonna do? When like he, you know, I think at that point they realized that Omni Man might have killed the original Guardians of the Globe, so yeah. they just kind of hold him back. Cause yeah, I mean, Omni Man would just wipe the floor with that entire team. Like, there's, oh, yeah. there's no single character, none of them. Was there a chance for any length of time, except for like maybe the the, the duplicate girl, but only because she could duplicate. But eventually she ran out of duplicates. So yeah, yeah, it, it's just crazy that yeah, like this one character that's so OP in the show. Uh, there's one other one too though, the lion guy. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he might give Omni Man a run for his money or another uh, Viltrexian maybe. I think that's what they call it, Viltrexian. But yeah. 
Well, we know that uh, the lion guy from like the previous episode, the one that the the mob boss. I don't think the mob boss hired him, but like the the, the lion guy from the different dimension or whatever shows up and fucks up Invincible. Like he wiped the floor with the fucking old guardians or with the new guardians. So like they don't have a they don't stand a chance against Omni Man. They were to yeah. like try to step up to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, dead air. Do we lose? No, no. It's a lot to process, man. It's a great. It, yeah. No great matter series. what, it's a great show. I want to catch up. I want to find out what the fuck's Dude. happening. I want to see this finale. I love that J.K. Simmons is the voice of Omni Man. Like his voice is pretty fucking iconic, and like having him do the voice is like it's pretty fucking dope. I always, I always forget that Steven Yeun. Actually, speaking of voices, like the cast for this show is like ridiculous. Like. They don't have like no name actors and stuff like that. They have like some big listers on this fucking genre. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucking cool. Everybody is somebody for the most part. Like you've yeah. heard that you know these actors. Like it's a who's who of fucking Hollywood like A and B listers. But it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of funny thinking about it because like you kind of got to give props to Robin Williams because he was kind of like one of the first celebrities to start doing voice work for stuff. And like he kind of kind of not paved the way but he kind of got the ball rolling for other actors to like big name actors to start doing voice work because before like aladdin like there's barely any celebrities doing like voice work for animation stuff because that shit was below them very true mm. yeah i mean he's wow. got a point there's so many there's a lot of crazy people like uh <laughs> even the guest stars are like crazy like mark hamill uh Marcella Ali, Seth Rogen. Some of them are like I had no idea Zachary Quinto was a robot. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Well either either a Miller is that the crazy guy who starts yeah, cloning people. Or he Ezra? makes the zombie ro- uh, yeah, yeah, Ezra Miller. He makes the zombie Robocops. Yeah, it's just crazy. There's there's a lot of people in this show and there's probably gonna be more. I can't wait for this shit to fucking like I, I, I got to see what happens. So well, you're saying if I if I watch Fridays, I'll be, you know, all the way up till Fridays. That'll be the last one. I'll be current. This coming Friday will be the season finale. Okay, perfect. I'm going to get caught up, man. Holy okay, got, shit. Who was the, in the beginning of the episode, there was somebody like, I can't remember who it was, but somebody popular was doing the voice of a character. And I was like, oh, like that. <clears throat> oh, no. It was uh, Zazzy okay. Beach because she's the girlfriend. No, no, no. It was somebody so else. Fine. Oh, God, I can't get who it was. Because in the beginning of the episode, you're like, oh, should I? I like recognize that voice like right away. I, I can't remember. I have to go back and watch it again. It's been a week. Oh, good. <laughs> While you think of that, um, Kronos, what, what's going on with uh, your boy Rogan? What, what happened with this, man? He got into some, some stuff. Yeah, Break he, this down. He fucked up like that. And I heard about it because uh, Old Ninja brought it up. And I didn't know if it was sure or not because I haven't listened to Jorgen's podcast in a while um, for a couple of reasons. The main one being that I listen to a lot of audiobooks now, so that takes up the vast majority of like my ear time. Um, but also, um, I stopped listening because he's having some people on that were not great people, in my opinion anyway. And that he wasn't given enough pushback on like a variety of issues. Um, I, I didn't... I didn't like that, so I was just like, eh, you know, it's, it's, I guess he's not for me anymore. 
but you know recently I, I still listen to some of his clips on like you know some pertinent stuff but just not the whole podcast but recently he has said a few things about being vaccinated for the COVID-19 vaccine that were just like patently false and just totally ridiculous he said that um he would not recommend somebody that is healthy in their 20s to get the COVID-19 vaccination I'm just like what the fuck are you even talking about man like seriously and so there's been like a lot of pushback against him for this and to me it's totally understandable and he even brought up the fact that you know his his kids and he even like muddied the waters by like saying like you know his kids got COVID they're okay it wasn't that bad he doesn't understand why kids are you know they're pushing kids to get this vaccine first of all there's no COVID-19 vaccine for children at all to be perfectly perfectly clear to anybody that's listening to this they're doing testing that's that's true but there is no authorized COVID-19 vaccine for any child none um even even if even if there was one I'm pretty sure his kids have other vaccinations because his whole thing was that you know if you're if you're healthy in your 20s you're probably not going to get sick and die from from COVID you know but this is totally ignoring the fact that it's highly infectious to other people and also when you talk about um, vaccinations listen I don't know a single person that got the fucking whooping cough I've known I know nobody that got fucking tetanus I don't know anybody that got you know the vast uh, the vast majority of the shit that I got vaccinated for. And that my daughter polio. got vaccinated. Yeah, polio is another one. Nobody I know has it. It's for a fucking reason. Like, the fact that he doesn't seem to understand or just forget that um, he doesn't... He doesn't understand, like, how vaccines work and the purpose of them is very disappointing. And this is one of the reasons why I stopped listening to him. Because depending on the, the, the guest that he, had, he has on, he'll kind of, like, craft his opinion around, like, who he has on. And I, I don't like that because it's like, listen, if you get, if somebody's coming on spewing bullshit, like come on, they're bullshit. And like one of the guests he was having on was kind of like giving pushback against the COVID-19 vaccines. It's like, hey, you know, it's, we have it for a reason. And just the fact that you think that, oh, well, you know, the infection rates or whatever, isn't that high with these people, or they're not going to die if they're in this certain age bracket, but they're still highly infectious to other people. You know, and it's like I said, I go back to my original argument. Like, we have all these vaccinations that everybody gets for diseases that no longer exist. But we get them so they no longer exist. It's not a fucking difficult concept to understand. It really isn't. No, you you, you covered it. It's, it is disappointing. Uh, and I'll just say this. Yes, the majority have been elderly or with... Um, comorbidities and all of that other stuff however there have been some youngish people like under the age of 40 that have lost their fucking lives and to me you know i i know everybody likes to pretend that we're completely out of it i think the numbers look great overall depending on where you are i'm, I'm talking i'm more relative to, uh you know or pay more attention to california but we're still approaching 600 fucking thousand Americans that have lost their fucking life to this. I don't know how much more evidence you need than just that fucking number. Like, come on now, you know? And then there's been I, uh, well over 100 million. I want to say it's over 140 million vaccines given to adults in this country. And like Cronus has mentioned before, Nobody's died from the vaccine. 
it's it's been a, a huge benefit and help and the only thing that's helped us slowly claw back from basically like how you hear all the terrible stuff going on in india right now uh with with COVID, that's where we were in terms of our numbers in like december january and it, it'll like, be well there's they've already surpassed us but there's more people there there's like you know over a billion people there and it's, yeah. go, it's gonna keep getting worse there yeah yeah but like well, kinda... literally months ago we we were at over 250,000 cases all the way all the way up to I think almost 300,000 cases per day in in like the dark days of the winter of literally this year like we've seen terrible stuff and it was literally just a few months ago everybody wants to fucking forget and shit but hundreds of thousands of Americans lost their fucking lives for this uh, because of this fucking deadly ass fucking virus and you know the vaccine is a good thing I've gotten it. Cronus has gotten it. Uh, everybody except for Old Ninja, which we got to talk about later, has gotten it, and 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 we've talked about it honestly on here, and we're okay. Uh, it's really interesting with the with the the CDC just released a new guideline about mask wearing, and like that shit's almost like a fucking combination. Like you know, if you've been vaccinated and you're hanging with somebody who's not vaccinated, it's okay not to wear a mask. But if it's only for outside, but if you're inside, you should wear a mask and. If everybody in the group has a mask, then it's okay not to wear a mask. And if you're vaccinated, then your mom can kiss you twice and around the cheeks or something like that. I don't know. The CDC's guideline is so, so fucking confusing if you were to look at it. It's, it's almost like a lock of combination. I mean, it, <laughs> listen. I, this it makes sense, though. It, I, it, it's either confusing or it makes sense, but it, it's fine. Like, <laughs> the, the problem that I have with, like, people being so hesitant about the vaccines and masking and all that stuff is that people are getting... You know, mad about you know having to have their lives inconvenienced, but I sort of understand that, but not really. I mean, like, I would rather um, the United States government and everybody in general be overly cautious about this than just be yeah. like, oh, we're good. Like, let's just keep going. For-. Like, half a million, more than half a million Americans have lost their lives. Like, and if you just bring up like, yeah, statistically, that's like a low number. Not fucking really. That's a lot of fucking people. That's human beings that have human potential. That I fucking died from this. So why don't we just going forward just be overly cautious? Even though I, I know I'm vaccinated, I know that um, they say the CDC guidelines are, you know, if you if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a, a mask outside. But listen, if if I'm walking from my car somewhere outside into a building, I'm wearing my mask all the way into that building and all the way back to my fucking car. So and I don't give a shit. It's not virtue signaling. That's just the way. That's just what I'm fucking doing. You know, just in case there's some crazy... Because we already know there's variants out there. And I don't know mm-hmm. if whatever variants that are out there are... If, if the vaccine that I have is going to be um, effective against it. There's, there's already... There's five that I can think of off the top of my fucking head. There's, the, the, there's at least one that came from uh, England that's now in Michigan that's going rampant there. And then there's, there's three that are in India right now that are kind of going wild. And there's another one. I forget where the fuck it's from. But there's other there's variants out there that I don't know if my vaccine is going to protect me and my family from that. So I'm going to if it's possible, I'm going to stay safe. And I don't know why people are getting mad about people wearing masks. Tucker Carlson, the other day on his show, he said to basically confront people that are wearing masks outside and tell them that they're not they don't feel comfortable around them and to call the police. I'm like, if you don't feel comfortable around them, then why the fuck would you confront them? Yeah, what the you fuck? fucking moron! Like, what the fuck oh, is wrong with it, you? <clears throat> he took it a step further. He said, "If uh, you see parents 
that have masks on their children to call the child protection services on them because they're abusing their child. I was like, wait, no, what? Nothing to do with abusing. It's, it has to do with fucking safety. I, I don't call the seat. I don't call child protective services on a child that's wearing a fucking helmet. Okay, because they're trying to be safe. Yeah, if they fall, they're probably not going to fall directly on their goddamn head, but they could. So let's just be, you know, a little overly cautious because we're not. We're not through this. People are pretending that we're already through this whole thing and that we're, everybody's going to be fucking fine. You know? I don't think... I don't know if I, we are. I'm just so disappointed. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and, and, and actually be honest about this. When I go back to 2020, I put some lion's share of some serious blame on fucking Trump because this shouldn't be as fucking political as it is. No. It really fucking shouldn't. No. I'm not a fucking it, Democrat. It, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's as straightforward. It's not a Republican Democrat. It's as straightforward as a public health emergency with a fucking pandemic, and following some kind of safety guidelines given by your local county uh, authority, the CDC, it, or your doctor, etc. People who fucking epidemiologists, people who fucking study the shit, and and following through. That's literally it. But it it's it's gotten to this point that it's like. Well, you know, if you hate Biden or or you you love Trump, uh, I'll do this or won't do that. Shut the fuck up. Like, do you value Americans losing their fucking lives or fucking not? Or do you want to even honor the fact that, you know, close to 600,000 have fucking died as a direct result of this shit? You know, we could have done way better for as rich of a country as we fucking are. And we would have if this wasn't so highly politicized for a fucking year. Yeah, it's 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 almost we're we're basically on that that territory of vaxxers versus non-vaxxers. Like, it's it's literally that. Like, people have there's like the conspiracies behind like the vaccination and this and that. It's and it's fucking ridiculous. And 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 I'll just say this too, just to piggyback and go back to Rogan. I mean, he's got tens of millions of listeners. Like, he he's the biggest podcaster in the fucking world. You know what I mean? So, the the scary thing is. There's going to be a bunch of them who are just going to be like, well, Rogan said it, so fuck the vaccine. Yeah. I... And and that's what's disappointing. Yeah, this whole thing is just, it, it's really just fucked up. I mean, like, honestly, putting a mask on, it's not a, big, not a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal to anybody. People want to talk, they want to make up all these fucking bullshit excuses just because you don't want to do it. People want to talk about how, oh, you can get CO2 fucking poisoning. Oh, you can get, you know, you're going to pass out. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Are, are you going to have, you know, heart issues or blah, blah, Listen, you fucking dumbasses. People in fucking China, Japan have worn masks for the longest fucking time. Anytime mm -hmm. you go in for a surgical procedure, guess what? They're wearing a fucking mask to protect you. This is the same reason that they're wearing a mask now is to protect you. Like, I don't understand why it's a big deal. Like, it's inconvenient. Yeah, sort of. Like, but if it, it, if it could potentially save somebody's life, then it's not really that inconvenient Did to me. Um, another thing, hold on, real quick, is that people were having like a lot of pushback for there's universities that are saying now that hey, if you're gonna come back to the university, uh, we're gonna require you to have a COVID nineteen vaccine, and people were outraged about it. Some people, certain people, and I'm like, why? If you have kids, we all know if your kids are gonna go into public school, you have to have that vaccine, that vaccination fucking card. Like, why is this any different? I don't understand why the COVID nineteen vaccine is any different from you know diphtheria 
fucking measles. small yeah measles all these fucking other things that your your children get vaccinated for for them to go into public school why is covid-19 any goddamn different and if somebody's like oh well it's new because you're you're all a guinea pig no you're not a guinea pig there's over 200 million people at this point the people that have, have not gotten the vaccine you're the guinea pig for the new variants of this disease so please stop it all right and then second of all the m the mrna um technology has been around for decades they just haven't had a chance to really use it on anything yet and this is like the most useful case for it um but it's it they developed this thing so i think it's just like 1985 as they started developing so just stop it with your nonsense of oh well it's new so i'm scared xenophobia you know it, what just shut the fuck up I mean, t to be honest, I was I was kind of scared to to get the vaccine just because, like, okay, it's it's been a year and it's just like out. Like, I was a little hesitant, but then I I, I trust in the science. I trust in the science that like, you know, nothing bad's gonna happen. And plus, I, I kind of waited for everybody else to to, to start to start falling off. But I was like, okay, half of the cast has got it, so I should be all right to get it. <laughs> they they if I, if you guys would have got superpowers like that day i'd have been in line like that fucking night i'd have, I'd have broken to a building fucking injecting myself it's like five doses like okay i'll be the i'm gonna be only man with these fucking powers boy Woo! <laughs> also real quick too because oh, we've touched upon it like multiple times this year um with the whole uh asian hate which is ugly it's disgusting it's racist it's bullshit mm -hmm. For the variants that Kronos uh, kind of mentioned, um, regardless of where the fuck they come from, don't do that bullshit where you say, oh, well, there's a variant coming out of India and let, let's start hating South Asians huh, or yeah. out of, you know, uh, Spain or out of uh, Argentina or South Africa. Don't do that dumb bullshit ever again where you just associate something with an ethnic group and uh, pick on fucking Americans, basically, uh, because of your fucking ignorance. Wait, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Sorry, I had my headphones off. What were you saying? I was saying, you know, as variants come out of some of the places that you mentioned, or, or even new places, don't do that bullshit of being all anti that ethnic group. Let's say it comes from Argentina, you know, or, or Mexico or whatever as a variant for COVID-19. Don't do that bullshit yeah. of, oh, you know, I, I, I'm going to do a whole bunch of hate bullshit against uh, more hate bullshit against Mexicans or more hate bullshit against Asians or anything like that. Fuck yeah. um, <clears throat> really quickly, there's still people who feel like the whole age group thing is kind of like their their safety net where, oh, I'm not this part of this age group or I'm not part of this age group. I'm like right in the middle or whatever, so it's not really going to affect me. If I get it, I'm going to survive, but a lot of people don't understand there have been people under the age of 50 and some cases under the age of 40 that have gotten it Healthy and have people. had that have had serious adverse effects from COVID-19 like full on like we've talked about on this cast there's an actor a Tony win or awarding winning actor who was sick for 90 days it have he had to have his leg amputated due to complications of COVID-19 there's been other stories like this because of the disease ravaging people's body uh -huh. and doing crazy things that we that no one could pr uh, predict like when so uh just you are kinda... just because of your age doesn't mean you're necessarily safe yeah kind of piggybacking off of that one one good example of that i mean because we always hear about like death tolls and death tolls but we don't hear about like people who life isn't the fucking same for example like um Alyssa milano 
she got COVID like er, like like she was probably like how much did hey she was the first celebrity to get it, but she got it like pretty early, and she went on shows talking about how it fucked up her life, like her hair started to fall out, like she still have difficulty breathing, like you know she hasn't been the same since she since since she's had it. And there's been other people that came out and said how, you know she, they didn't die from it, but their life isn't the same. Like you know they have breathing issues, like they. One of the big one of the big um, side effects of COVID was loss of taste. Like people can't taste things anymore, and this and that. Like, you know, you might not die from it, but your life would not be the same. Like, if I couldn't taste anything, that would be so fucking like, I I, I would I think I would become depressed if I couldn't taste food. Like, I couldn't imagine like having like a nice juicy fucking steak fresh out of my sous vide machine, nicely grilled, and I can't fucking taste it. Or even going, even going back, even taste, you can't even taste pussy, man. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, no flavor that's why you got some some you know? some another button. You'd be alright. <laughs> you, you can even taste that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You can be in there groceries all all night. But long. could you could you imagine going to House of Prime Rib in San Francisco, getting a, like a Keen's cut and just nothing, just so that would be what, so what we're talking about so actually strange. has a name. It's called the co- it's called the uh, COVID long haulers. That's an actual syndrome. People mm-hmm. that get, because people just think that either you get COVID and you're either going to live and be fine for the rest of your life or you're just going to fucking die. It's not true. There's a whole subset of people that get COVID and survive and they are fucked up for like to this day. And they have no idea when their symptoms are going to go away. They're long lasting symptoms that they have to deal with. And people are just ignoring it. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's, there's fucking professional athletes. That are, have long haulers. Long, there's a, I forget who the guy is, but there's a NBA player who has, yeah. to, who has to take a fucking, um, not a respirator, a fucking inhaler to the court now because he mm-hmm. he got COVID and he hasn't recovered yet. It's been months, months. Yeah, and I think they did like X-rays on somebody who who recently recovered from COVID and like their lungs look like somebody who smoked a pack of, like a pack of cigarettes a day for like 20 years. Like that's yep. how badly it fucks up your lungs. Mm-hmm. Your lungs, you need that to breathe, people. <laughs> In case you forgot. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, all, all, all bad. Disappointing. Kind of um, like, kind of but... jump back to Invincible. So the character I was talking about was actually from the previous episode. And uh, shout out to Clay for, for pointing this out. But um, our homeboy who does the voice of uh, Rick and Morty. He played oh, the yeah, voice yeah, of the, yeah. the yeah. fat guy. He's the fat guy. Yeah. 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 So when, yeah. when the episode first dropped, I was like, oh, shit, that's Rick and Morty. That's, uh... What's it? Something Roland or something like that? Is his Justin, name? Justin it's Roland. funny because yeah, he he's basically Rick as a frat guy. Because like basically. when you watch it, you're like, holy shit, that's Rick. Holy shit, he's burping and drinking shit just as if Rick would. And it's hella funny. You know, trying gets, to get laid. <laughs> but then he gets fucked up, like extra yeah. fucked up. It's yeah, like, oh does. man, now nah, I feel kind of bad for the guy. Um, but it's we awesome. could we could save this one to switch gears a little bit. We could save it because I doubt anybody's watched it given most of us are staying home but everybody's saying this demon slayer fucking movie is the goddamn shit has anybody seen it yet no i gotta know i haven't seen it okay but i want to but i I heard mortal kombat did better than it which i think it's bullshit but oh it's not hard damn yeah well and just barely i'll say this the demon slayer movie is supposed to be like the highest grossing movie in japan's fucking history Oh damn! Yeah, <laughs> and I let me uh, actually hold on. Global box office right now, even during a pandemic, guess what these numbers are? 
456 million. God damn. damn. For an anime movie, this shit is that's a, a fucking that's force. That's impressive, yeah. Wait, wait, so wait, where, where has it been released? Does it say that? That's, is it just, is uh, it yeah. just, yeah, is that just Japan? No, it's been released because I know someone that saw it last, they actually went to a theater to watch it. Yeah, by, it uh, is. Right it, here in the East Bay. Yeah, it's released here now, but all over Asia and, and most of Europe, I think it's been released. But it's still been kind of spotty with theaters because obviously, you know, we've had Rona going on. But during the pandemic, to put up those fucking numbers for an anime movie, you got to give that props, man. This must be great. Dude, that's yeah. really I fucking... Mean, that's, the that's anime was great. Half of, yeah. The anime was dope. Yeah, I mean, so we'll save it. it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> to, I was going to say, to give you a perspective, the only, like, what, American film that's probably done the same numbers globally is uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this but has with, a fraction of that budget. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. By so far. If you, if you haven't heard of Demon Slayer, it's available on Netflix. So the first season, I guess there's only one season out. But the first, uh, yeah, you can watch the first season on Netflix. Um, and or it's Crunchy. dubbed. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll yeah. well, no, it's, yeah. it's dubbed on Netflix. Uh, but oh, it's okay. dubbed on Crunchyroll. It might be dubbed on Crunchyroll, too. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, um, it's, it, we talked about it a while ago. We we all lo fucking loved this fucking anime. It was up for anime of the year or Golden Eggplant or something, because we were all so fucking impressed by it. And, and obviously, we're gonna get season two of it. I've heard that it's gonna uh, the movie itself will be available uh, streaming after it does uh, finishes its uh, kind of box office run. So hopefully later this year. But I definitely want to fucking see it. I'm definitely gonna buy it because I, I love that because I love that anime. Is making a big like resurgence in the movie theaters because like you know we had Dragon Ball, um, Dragon Ball Super Broly, which did really fucking well. Then we all had Naruto, Barto that was released in the theater, which was really fucking good. So I'm, I'm glad they're they're seeing like the money that can be seen in these these animated movies and to be able to see them in theaters. Not I, I it kind of sucks that it's only limited releases. Like you only can see them like you know three hours out of the day. But I mean, right now we're in COVID, but that's kind of how it was for uh, for um, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Like there was only limited hours you can see it. But yeah, other than that, I, I fucking I love watching anime in the theater. That shit's like you, you you're there with your other fucking geeky friends and nerds, and you guys are all y'all you you all have the same kind of love, which is kind of fucking dope. Like the energy in the room for watching anime is like what you would get if you're at a fucking con, which is great. Yeah, I agree, man. And here's the other thing too. If they keep putting up numbers with anime movies in North America like this, you know, I think you're going to see super wide release fucking everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as many theaters and screens as possible. So good shit. We'll see. Uh, can we talk about something? It's been on the list, but we should have talked about it at least a week and a half ago. What's but up? the Army of the Dead trailer, it's been on here, oh, but yeah. we didn't talk about it. Did everybody watch this? I did. Yeah. Uh, the rest of y'all, y'all see this trailer? Is this yeah, the one Netflix with uh, film with Drax? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Batista. That's how I knew him as Batista. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this looks interesting like it it feels like um what is it uh i was gonna say why the last man but that's not the that's a different show that's gonna be coming out um no but uh, uh i am legend meets vampires meets uh like a little bit of resident evil kind of where like the zombies have a hierarchy and they're kind of organized and shit and then like batista it's like a bank heist as well so they're yes. going into like 
what looks like uh, a, a apocalyptic Vegas where everything else seems fine, but Vegas is all fucked up and they're going in to get millions. Star, it's Star Scorpion from uh, Mortal Kombat who uh, sets them on this path and uh, Batista has to gather a team to go in, get this money, and then like there's just like a legion of zombies there. This this is a Zack Snyder film, and it will be yeah. released on Netflix. I think I think it's is it this week or in May? Um, I think you got a couple weeks. Yeah, so got... it's coming up soon. But the trailer got me real hyped. You know what? Let me let me double this, check that. Is this um is this like part of the Night of the Living Dead franchise? You know what? I do not know. I, the way that this is set up, I would not think so. But you I don't never think know. so. I don't think I think this is original. Oh, yeah, okay. you would never. I mean, he did do Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, so this comes out May fourteenth. Okay, which is a Friday. So I mean, everyone's on that you know Zack Snyder train after uh, the Snyder cut. So he's got this film coming out on Netflix, May fourteenth. This could be it. I'm waiting for the Snyder cut of Mortal Kombat to drop. Uh, <laughs> I did, I listen, I I liked three hundred, and then I liked this latest Justice League. Other than that, I haven't been a big Snyder guy. I mean, you can check the history uh, of what I've said on here. But a fun fucking zombie movie with Drax in Vegas? Like, Wait, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, I'm down for this. You how, know what I mean? This looks see fucking fun. How would you see Did him, Did you not though? see Dawn of the Dead? You, you okay, would never... Well, you know, would, how could you see him, though? You would never see the main character if he stood still. God oh, damn. God damn it. <laughs> He's a stealth Actually, expert. A remake? <laughs> Oh, like man. This is a remake of uh, the 20, 2008 film. Oh. Army of the Dead. That... Was that in Vegas? Am I uh, tripping? I'm not sure if it was uh... in Vegas. Okay. Well, but... in any event, it looks good. It was. It was. It takes place in a city, the golden city of uh, El Dorado. <laughs> God damn. What? Uh, I don't think they call Vegas that, but okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, in the in the original one, they, it takes it takes place in El Dorado, so it's like a bunch yeah. of people from Colorado going to El Dorado. Oh, okay, I see what they did there. Hold on, real quick. I don't yeah. know if you guys can see this, but I'm drinking this good ass beer, and uh, can it will it show up? Yeah, Mo, oh, you no. can't. It what are you trying to nah, show? it just yeah, chromed out. Too... There we go. See Wait, it? there it goes. What is it? New line? line. Who this? because <laughs> oh. they, they made a new beer it is actually really good anyway that's fucking funny it, hold on real quick just it's a great notion it's a marion berry tart beer and it's like nine percent alcohol and it's uh it's quite it's marion berry and vanilla flavor and it's and it's pretty good for a tart and it's is that tart? named after the guy who smoked crack as the mayor of dc well marion berry <laughs> is an actual berry not uh marion what was it is his name actually Mary yeah, and Barry? Mary and Barry. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Well, yeah, there's actually a, you know, Barry. <laughs> Dude, it's, sorry. That's a change subject. Let's talk about drinking. Like, uh, when I did the Cider Fest, uh, or Cider Summit a couple of weeks ago, one of the ciders I, I had on there, on the on the bottle, it had two chicks fighting. And, like, I was like, why are, they, why are these two girls fighting? But it had the story on there. Apparently, these two girls... Uh, they're like super, not alpha females, but basically alpha females. And they would, every time they would see each other, they would just get into fucking arguments. And they got to the point where they just, every time they show up in the bar, they would just end up fighting. So they literally named this beer after these two girls just because they fought all the time. I can't, I can't, not the beer, cider. Uh, I can't remember the name of the cider, but like, like the, 
Like it was almost like reading a goddamn scroll on this giant fucking <laughs> bottle of cider. It was fucking funny, dude. I, I, let me see if I can find out the name of it, but it was it was pretty fucking great. That's it was awesome. Humber, oh, Humberton. Cider? Real quick, as you're saying that, um, because I know Eilish is in the in the uh, in the chat, so she's watching. Um, something I want to talk about last, actually a couple for a couple of weeks, because I I did a thing, and I forgot to talk about it. I want to cut a commercial for it. Uh, but I'll talk about it live on the podcast. All right. Mm-hmm. So my sister and and her wife, um, they have a company called Ibiji uh, Oil and Candles. And if you want to see their products, you can go to Ibiji oh, Oil and Candles uh, com. And I'll bring up here is a thing for. Oh, look, it. I got their stuff right here. Oh, do you hold on? There, you want to bring it up? Yeah, that's a uh, candle, right? And I have plenty of them as well. Here's like a older one, like uh, this is so yeah. We use the products. Um, I even got some. Yeah, everybody does, and so it is. It probably you can probably walk yeah. around his house and find some shit. Um, yep. I've I been, got mango pomegranate. I make it rain. It'd be smelling good in this motherfucker. <laughs> yes, sure I got. Do. I got uh, bamboo <laughs> coconut. Um, I got uh, sandalwood or sandalwood. Yeah, and very vanilla. Nice. Um, one of their soaps, I forget what it's called, but it's one of my daughter's favorite soaps of all time. She said it smells like it's made with like something in rock and roll. I'm going to make a video of like, what she said, because it's hilarious. Um, and it was impromptu. Like I didn't tell. I just like, hey, what did you think about the soap? And she just said it on video, and it, it, was, it was hilarious. But anyway, um, we got a promo code for them, and it's good through, I think, the end of next month, the end of May. And I'll, I'll, oh, pull, it up, I'll pull it up right now, and it's... 15% off uh, if you have $35 or more, uh, which is a pretty good deal. So the promo code is VD638N, as in Victor Delta 638N is in November. And so that's the Be Then BTI um, promo code to get 15% off, 15% off of an order of $35 uh, or over. Um, I highly recommend... Uh, their products, they make really good soaps, um, really good candles. They have, I think they have some oils as well. Obviously, they have oils as well. Um, and they also have, like, this body butter thing um, Dude. that I've used. I got, like, the, uh, the the beta version of it, which is great. But there's a new version out that is, uh, that's supposed to be even better that uh, I'm going to I have to order it and get. Because, listen, if you, you have a friend that has a, a, a small business, pay for their shit. All right? Yep. And pay full price. Except for right now, because yeah. you get 50% off. <laughs> so. let, let me say something about that butter. Okay, you know I might be the ashiest person you, you've ever heard or listened to. How are you ashy when you light skin, bro? Oh, for sure. But, but, but I'm ashy, like, figuratively and literally. Yes, this sir. Fucking, this yes, fucking sir. butter. Goddamn, I love it. It smells fucking literally delicious. And I'm fucking glistening and shining and shit. I use that shit every fucking day. I tried like I guess I guess it was the test fucking version and shit. I'm not bullshitting you at all. I fucking love I threw all my fucking lotion away. Fuck all that lotion shit. That butter is the goddamn truth. Yeah, I didn't even know they had lotion because I actually went when they were um in Oakland uh selling at one of the uh like festivals oh, nice. or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The little park, yeah. I hadn't seen them in a while, so I was on my way out there, and I'm like, oh, and I bought a few. And so I bought this one. It's like this Egyptian 
lotus or something and i bought the huge one because it smelled so good oh my goodness and so i had it and i have it in the living room and everyone's like dude what candle is that this smells so good what did you get this i'm like dude i told them about the cider whatnot i'm all dude the website was listed on the on the on the candle itself it has the sticker and whatnot um it came in crazy packaging i'm like dude it came like it came like a gift it was like literally packaged like a gift like oh my god and then uh when you can smell it through the stuff through like the packaging it's so good um i'm so glad i have some i'm gonna actually give one away as a gift to a friend they're going to love it i already know but man their product is a1 for sure i can't wait to get more because they have so many flavors they're actually out of the one that i really wanted and i just bought a a, a secondary one and the secondary one i feel like is my new favorite now it's so good yeah well, yeah it, it's really cool like they have uh sorry jump in here but like sorry. they do like bath bombs body oil but like i got this sesame this sun sun seed oil that i've used like the first time i used it i was like like i if you ever watch um, The Last Dragon, you know when Leroy gets the glow? Like, literally, I had that. I was just shining. Your brother was shining. I was just sparkling. I was like, oh, my God. I, I was like, I wasn't ashy for, like, three weeks. Like, that's how good her shit was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but your boy your boy didn't have any... Your, your boy was happy with it. Like, it was way better than fucking, like, using, like, baby oil or lotion in general. But, like, uh, yeah, their, their shit's legit. It smells great. Uh, it's a local company. They they they're Black, out to black owned business. Here in Bay Area, not Oakland. Black owned. <laughs> yeah. And it's really don't, don't use baby oil because you ain't in porn. So you know what I mean. And you, like, and you okay. ain't the rock. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. But no, yeah. so I wish I wish you could have them on here so I can explain the name because they they explained it to me. But I just feel like you know the way they broke it down, it just seems more fucking cool. Like if if I was to say it, like okay, there's. He's huh. two twin girls and this and that, but there's there's a lot of Egyptian African history behind the name. Yeah, well, it's kind of cool. We'll have them on to talk about you know the, like how they started in there um, and some of their products. Because honestly, people that really know me, like if you have some, if if you have if you start a business or a product and your shit sucks, I'm not gonna talk about it. Even if your family, I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> like seriously, it, honestly, even though I love my sister, if like her, if her products weren't great, I wouldn't talk about on the podcast. But seriously, these products are awesome. Everybody that I know uh, thinks they're awesome, and this is how I know uh, that they're great. So this is the reason why I asked for a promo code um, for my sister is because uh, one day uh, a friend of mine from the Marine Corps she asked me, "Hey, um, what is your sister's business, business again?" Like, uh, I, I want to order some stuff. And so I was like, yeah, you know, this is like, she's looking, she's looking for her on Etsy. And apparently um, they had a problem with Etsy it. and like fucking them over with like some sales when they had like with Square and stuff like that. So that's a whole different issue. But um, they have a, a website now that's where all their stuff goes through. And so I gave my friend um, the website name. I was like, you know, order whatever. And apparently it was like the biggest order that my sister and her wife ever got. I was like, holy shit. And I know that, like, every now and again on, on, like, on social media, like, you know, Facebook, where she's, like, super private on Facebook, she posts, like, all the areas, like, where they have sales. I'm like, like, some of these sales they have, or some of these sales that she's getting are from people that listen to the podcast. So I'm like, hey, um, why don't you give us a promo code, like, for any amount, like, whatever percentage off, just so you can, like, so we can track, like, how many people, like, are ordering from you, like, through us. And then 
like so we can like actually do a promo code like an actual promo for you and so this is why we're doing it now because I saw that people are actually like picking up and they're they're buying and they're repeat buyers um, for their products they're they're great products like the can when I first got the candle um I was like, God damn, this is some good smelling shit. Because I wanted some sandalwood. <laughs> and then I Those ordered another one. my exact words. Exact yeah. words when I fired up mine too. Yeah, and it was like way better than like another sandalwood candle that I had. And there's like another one that I got. I forget what the fuck it was. I think it was lavender. Another scent that I, I like. So listen, if you're a fucking a nerd that goes to cons, might be kind of funky, you know, use the product. <laughs> I'm just saying, if, 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 uh, if you don't use lotion, use some fucking lotion or some oils to hydrate your goddamn skin. Mother's Day is coming up. Maybe get mm -hmm. your mother some good smelling shit. I'm just saying she'd like that. Graduations coming soon. Yeah. You what's, know? What's also kind of cool is that, I mean, I feel like I, I might have gave them this advice, but they probably got it from other sources. But, like, uh, they actually sell candle warmer wax, too. So, like, if you have a candle warmer, you don't like lighting a, a candle, whatever. They have, so, a candle warmer, you have, like, um, it's like a little light bulb. And you, put the little, you put, like, a little cube of, of their wax or whatever. You put it on top of the... the uh, it's a special kind of actually let me show you what it looks this is what one looks like oh wow <laughs> I feel like it's just driving have... shit yeah. no I have one so it's basically it's a light oh, inside yeah, of yeah. here and you put the oh, wax shit. inside of we here and it warms up the wax so basically it's like lighting a candle without the factual burn they actually sell the wax that goes in here which I was like, hey, I guys should make this. And then like a couple of weeks later, I started making I'm I'm gonna say I had influence on it, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> but um But yeah, you know, they make this too. So, you know, if you don't wanna like light candles and you know, you have babies around, you don't wanna start a fire or anything, like they got you covered with this too, which is kinda great. Yeah, like their I think it's their love intention candle was like super good as well. Smelled super nice. Um Yeah, like I haven't had anything that smelled bad. Like everything yeah. they had has yeah. been like top notch. So. They don't have uh, Gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow's candle. There's no vagina oh, candles. No, no vagina candles. <laughs> for for the Bay Area folks, um, and I want to make sure I get this right. So correct me if I'm wrong. I still think that every Sunday in Oakland, you can go to a booth. I think it's in East Oakland near Eastmont. Um, it's a it's the near the mall. It's a Liberation Park. Liberation Park. Okay, Sunday they're there with a booth. So if you don't fucking trust us, go for yourself if you're in the Bay Area yeah. and smell it, talk to them, you know, and you'll be fucking amazed yourself on every Sunday, I believe. Yeah, it's right next to a mall and they have food and stuff there. They have some ethnic food there. It's actually pretty yeah. nice. And some of their candles, like the, the shit they, I don't want to say shit, like, <laughs> no, because they, like most, are, like most candles is just like, you know, you got the wax and a wick or whatever, but they have some, they have some stuff that have like some legit, like, like you open it up, it's like, damn, this is a fucking art piece. Like, oh, uh, yeah. there's some that have like gems in it, and like, you know, yep. some of them might have like little fragrance of like potpourri up in there. Like, they it's they like... really put some quality shit. Nah, I don't want to say shit because they were talking <laughs> about candles. They put some quality stuff inside their candles, which is fucking epic. Yeah, like they're. Yeah, I was like, shit. dude, is there jewels and shit in this? Yeah, <laughs> I think the lemon was like, like that. This smells hella good. Yeah. So I, I bought three candles when I was there because I was just going to buy like one or two, but I had to buy a third. I'm like, dude, these all smell so good. And I don't know how fast they're going to burn, but I have one in my living room right now. And then um, I got these other ones. And even the packaging was cool. It came like get, like gift style packages. Really great product. I really yeah. like these. A lot of people were asking me where these were, uh, where I get them from and whatnot. So 
Definitely, definitely check them out if you're able to get a chance. Man, you, you've been at home for over a year and some change. Make make sure your house and your body smell good. Yeah. Stop, uh, okay. stop, stop getting so, fucking Old Spice goddamn whatever fucking scents and stuff like that. <laughs> get something that's probably better for your skin. So our homegirl, Aisha. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna fuck her name. Yeah. You call her Risha. Risha. Yeah, she's in the chat and she said that it was your idea. So, <laughs> change the blue. Come from royalties. No, I was joking. <laughs> and just to be clear, everybody that's like listening to this, this is not a paid promotion. No, no. no. So, no. this we is just um, my sister and her wife um, have a really good business and they sell good stuff. And I wouldn't recommend something to you that I didn't think was good. So, yeah. yeah, I wish, I wish we, could, we gotta get them on here just because like I did a photo shoot for them. Like uh, I took a few pictures of their other products, and I have to say like my work wasn't that great. Like I tried my best, but like with COVID and this and that, like I'm really glad they got like some really good photos to to promote their stuff. But uh, like when I was there, like them explaining like their products and stuff like that. Like originally, um, the um, Cronus's sister-in-law, uh, his sister's wife. They were buying like candles like crazy like oh like i like to smell this candle and she's like you're buying too many fucking candles like you need to stop this shit and eventually they're like oh how about we make our own candles so basically it came from their obsession with candles to being a fucking business for them to turn something that they like they just simply like the smell of candles to turn into a full-blown business is fucking epic holy shit the, the love intention candle is actually they're having a, a big sale anyway right now so you, we're yeah. saving it we're was, saving you money if you're hearing this. Guys. Yeah, go real. Buy some shit. What's, wait, we, we keep talking about the product, but did we give out the website yet? Yeah, I'll put yeah. it in the chat. It's a uh, well, you, you do it in the in, on the on the podcast. So yeah, you, you want me to say it with the words and the letters and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah with the ibijioilandcandles.com, which is what I said at the beginning. Spell uh, that out. It's yeah, you gotta spell that out. I b e j i oilandcandles.com I'm not going to spell oil and candles because if you can't spell oil and candles then you should stop listening to this podcast and go to a fucking class <laughs> it'd be easy I get though it's, oh my it, God. It, it's, I'll say it again I-B-E-J-I as in India Bravo Echo Juliet India oilandcandles.com good shit guys let's, let's wrap this on up wait quick uh, uh uh shit i was gonna say something uh what you got so the cider that i was talking about earlier uh this is the name of it it's, it's uh ragler town hard cider um it's it's called humble county original and oh shit it went back but um yeah this is the one i was talking about where they they have a the label of the girls fighting and then if you guys want to check it out the cider is pretty good um but if you want a recommendation for a cider to try out um, there's one called Tugs and Jugs. That's really good. It actually <laughs> pairs. That's a great name. That's a great name. <laughs> I'm sold. Uh, I'm sold. It actually it, it pairs really well. Like if you want to, it's like a. Let me share it again. Does so it, this is. Does it pair really well with Cock and Bull? <laughs> no, no, no. It's called t Tag and Jug. Uh, it this one in the center that I'm showing. Uh, you, I can't really zoom in and show you, but um, it, right. it pairs really well with um with uh orange juice it makes a really good uh mimosa for nice. a cider nice. and this one uh go uh go on go in or something like that that one it's a rosé cider and it's that thing tastes really good if you can if you can freeze it and make it to a slushy that shit tastes really good uh for like a summertime treat so yeah this 
The other one tastes like garbage. Like there's this one. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's it called? <laughs> I, I'm gonna shit on some oh cider. Oh my god! <laughs> there was a cider run here called uh, shit. What's it called? And this is why we don't. This is why we don't do pair promotions. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, this this horse this horse and plow farmhouse one. Oh, that one tastes that shit was garbage. <laughs> And yeah, that shit was so fucking gross. I, like I had to pour that down down the scene. I was like, oh, I can't drink this. It, ta- it tasted like horse piss. And how do I know how horse piss horse piss tastes like? It's because I smelled it, <laughs> and it smelled the way horse piss tastes or smell. Yeah, mm, I, I'm gonna let that go, Blue. I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> I, I've seen way too many Eastern European farm girls in my day. Um... <laughs> uh, wait, uh, we have a bees and BTI. Oh, okay. What you got? Uh, so this is from Warrior Fella. If Captain Sam doesn't hook up with Jane Thor, who do you think he will smash with? Carol Danvers, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, uh, I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't see Carol and Rhodey hooking up, even though they do in the comics, but Carol and Clarence? I see that. I'm gonna say... It's been a while since I've seen it, but maybe Wasp? Fuck it. Wasp needs her ass tapped. That, but she's got Scott for that. Is Scott tapping that really, though? I feel like they're going to break up. Mm. I think you're you know what? my dad. You know what? She's polyamorous. It's, it's 2021. She's going to tap Scott, and she's going to tap Sam. That's what's going to happen. Okay. What you got? Who else had an answer? Blue? Blue. Um, I'm going to say Sam and... Um... And uh, homegirl from Walking Dead. That's that's one of the the Wakanda girls. Like, yeah, I can see them. Okoye. 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 Yeah, because her 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 boyfriend from Wakanda is tripping with his fucking rhinos and shit like that. She's like, look, dude, <laughs> you attack my nation. Like, I'm Wakanda forever, and you not Wakanda forever. Like, fuck you. I'm gonna mess with his homeboy from America, and I know he's not from East Oakland. Like how uh, you know how they have the Wakanda embassy there now. But uh, yeah, I just I can see Sam and her like doing a little something. Okay. Ooh, she she seems like she's gonna be a top man. So just, <laughs> I'll put and it he, like that. He seems Amazon like he's a bottom. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. All right, was that the only one? Yeah, that was the only one. Uh, old Daddy, what you got popping this week? God damn it. Uh, so Prodigy's mouth has been running off about this uh, Ikasuke, uh anime. It's supposed to drop, I think. Yasuke. Yusuke? Yeah, is it, is it Yusuke? Yeah, it is Yusuke. I love you. Uh, with the key Stanfield as the uh, as the main character, uh, it looks like it's series, not a movie, right? Yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be dropping off. I think this weekend. I tomorrow. Want to tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to check this out. We actually had a request that we review it. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably next week we'll probably hit maybe depending on how many episodes, uh, we'll probably run through it. Um, the Bad Batch for Star Wars drops on Star Wars Day, which is May the 4th. So I'm definitely going to watch. It's probably only going to be one episode, but I'm definitely going to check that out. I'm probably going to be celebrating Star Wars Day from home. Uh, that coming uh, this weekend, I'm going to be going down to the beach, like down to the Capitola, Capitola area, and then the quasi or the semi-wine country area in the Livermore area. I'll be there for like a little birthday get-together. Um, it'll be, I guess, social distanced. And, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of about it. Better be, because your ass ain't got no motherfucking shot. 
Yeah. Uh, you better wear a mask. I got plenty of masks. And a Jimmy hat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Jimmy hat for your face. Oh, uh, wait. No. <laughs> it's right, right. Blue, what you got? Uh, what am I doing this weekend? What am I doing? Let's see. Um, well, Friday's my fucking birthday. Hey, hey. Um, yeah. So woo-woo. your boy, your boy Blue's gonna be turning twenty-one for the <laughs> <laughs> times two. No. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it I'm really turning is. twenty-one. Yeah. You know, I need to. Dude, that's be a good reason to drink on Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm turning twenty-one for a t- for the twenty-first time. <laughs> no, just uh, yeah. Christ, for the second time. For the first second time. Yeah, I'm turning twenty-one <laughs> for the second time. It's so crazy to think like if I had a kid in in like in high school, like I could be drinking with them, which is fucking it's weird to fuck is to think about it. Like if my kid Sebastian was born like earlier, like that's just it's mind blowing. But um yeah, uh, my birthday's on Friday. Um I've been reading an audiobook. I I've talked about it on a podcast before, but it's uh, The Last Hunter by uh Jeremy Robinson, voiced by RC Bray. Yeah. And this 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 fucking book is like ridiculous. I'm on the it's it was on Amazon, and last week I, I thought I got it for free, but no, it was it was only one audiobook credit to get five fucking books. Yeah. It's like 30, 30 plus hours of content, and I'm on book four right now. And, like, this, this fucking story is, like, legit. It's, like, it's it's probably... I think on here it says that it's audible, audiobooks, uh, number one, it's bestseller for the for the duo to be, to be together, uh, Jeremy and uh, JC. Uh, but, yeah, I'm reading that. I'm almost done with it. It's fucking... It's a great book. Uh, my little boy, uh, Bash is, um, he's six weeks now. So that's kind of crazy. And like, it's, it's, it's weird because like, like he's, he's changing and it's like, like what the hell? Like his eyes color, like he's getting, like his eye colors coming in. But like when he was yep. born, his eyes were gray, yep. <laughs> like a darkish gray. And now they're, they're kind of like a grayish brownish color. And it's like, we're trying to figure out if it's going to be, if the baby will have my eye color. Cause my eyes are, my eye color is dark brown and the mom is light brown, almost like a hazel brown. So we're, we're waiting for that. But like, he's starting to smile a lot. Like I can tell he's like recognizing our face. Like if I, like if I walk into a room and say like, and say his name, like he'll turn his head and like look toward me. And I'm like, wait, are you, are you recognizing me? Like what's, go- what's, what's going on? But like, he's, He's smiling and um, he's peeing on me twice. Not like, like you know, as I'm changing his diaper and spraying me peeing on me. Like I have him on my lap and like you know his diaper will leak and he'll end up fucking pissing all over me, which is fucking. It's 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 funny, but uh, it's uh, it's you know it's part of being a parent. But um, yeah, just seeing him grow. He gets his first round of shots on Friday too. So like it's my birthday. He gets his first. Well, he got like shots at the hospital, but I think it's his, these are his first like vaccination shots that he's getting. Uh, but it's he's he's slowly growing too because like he went from like wearing preemie clothes to wearing like newborn clothes now, and yeah, it's just a trip, man. It's just a it's just a fucking trip. Uh, the sweetest and I we refinanced our house finally. Like all that shit went through, so we're just trying to um, do little things here and there. I'm trying to do little things here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just right now, just enjoying life. Like I oh Monday I get my second second COVID vaccine vaccination, nice. so. I expect to be knocked the fuck out on Tuesday because I hear like the second shot's no fucking joke. <laughs> but uh we'll see, we'll see. But um next Wednesday also um uh not Wednesday. I think it's Thursday. Uh yeah, next Thursday the sweetness is gonna be out. She's got like an appointment or whatever, so it's gonna it's just gonna be me and the kid by herself 
trying to survive. I'm trying to make sure, like, you know, keep this little, this little dude alive. That's what, <laughs> what can you think about having a kid? It's like, like you're constantly worried if they're alive. Like they could mm -hmm. be sleeping in the crib and you just kind of want to shake them just to wake them up to make sure that they're, they're actually fucking oh, breathing. You want to shake babies? Blue, is that what you're... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, services. I, I, I said, I said this to the sweetest earlier today. She's like, oh yeah, she meant, she wanted to say she was rocking the baby, but she, she said shaking the baby. I was like, no, that's the word you need to delete from your vocabulary. But yeah, <laughs> like, like that's something that's something I need to delete too. But like, yeah, no, I just want to like, like start startle him to wake up. So I'd be like, hey, are you still alive, little bro? Like, what's going on? But uh, but anyways, anyways, I'm I'm enjoying the time. Like I love taking pictures of him and like seeing him like grow and he's, he's smiling and stuff. And it's like super fucking cute. And sorry, I'm running on here, but like, you know, I learned how to give him the fart. I, I talked about this last week, but like, like I still can't believe this little bitty being can fart so fucking much. It's like, if, if he was in a farting contest, he would fucking win. Like it's, it's so ridiculous how much, how, how loud his farts are and how long they are it's like it's like how is this even possible like and like it's so funny because now that he can like smile and stuff like he'll smile and then fart i'm like that's my boy that's my boy <laughs> it's so nice. fucking funny but yeah it, it's all good man Congrats, and man. i'm also doing yard work which isn't fun it's not fun what's so fucking ever i spent three hours last week cleaning up the front yard and it wasn't fun it was hot Chronos, <laughs> <laughs> what you got all right, I want to um, say that it was really good to see Prodigy again in person uh, over last weekend. We we're both vaccinated, and we got to see another uh, family that we're both close with, um, Andrew and Sai's family. It was good to see all of the families back together again. It was really good to see like our kids all playing together again. Uh, over the past year, the only time I got to see Prodigy in real life was during really tragic events. So it was good to see him to just hang out like normal you know um yeah it was so cool to see like the kids being able to play again and oh, i'll talk about it offline but it was, there's something funny happened with the two of the kids with my, my daughter and one of the one of the boys that was hilarious to me but um yeah so th that was it was good to see like a, a semblance of, of of real life uh, other than that, hey, if you're in the Bay Area and you need and you need like some landscaping and like house work done, uh, I got a dude that's really good. He's uh, extending my driveway, and he's been excellent with like pricing and the speed of work and the quality of work. So if you're in the Bay Area, hit up uh, be then BTI at uh, gmail.com. That's b t h n b t i at gmail.com. And I will send you his contact info. And he's a great worker. And yeah, him and his, I think, is, is it, I'm not sure if it's his son or what, but god damn, they work fast. And like, they, they, do. were do, they were doing, like, they did papers in my driveway basically in like four days. And I was just like, and when I say four days, because they had to like literally remove part of the front of like my, my house, because they, I live on a hill and my driveway, my original driveway was on, on a slope. And there's a retainer wall that came up. So I had to remove like, they remove a lot. They had to move three tons in just concrete, and then probably way more than three tons in like dirt and shit. Um, and they did that like really quickly. And the papers are all done, and they're putting in, like after it was done, we're looking at it, and like the, the dirt was just kind of up. And they're like, we should put in a retainer wall. So it, like he's like, gave us a quote for the retainer wall. I was like, good to go. Let's do it. 
So that'll be done tomorrow. It's going to be retainer wall done in like two days. So, and he's done work for Prodigy's family and uh, our other friend's family that I mentioned before. Done a lot of work for us uh, and he's good. So I want to see the guy get more work and yeah. Anyway, other than that, um, looking forward to, I don't know. No idea. Just this this shit getting done. Yeah, this shit getting done. So that's it. That's all I got. That, no, that's awesome. Uh, I'm going to give a couple of really quick shout-outs. Um, uh, I mentioned it briefly last week. Uh, Joey Badass has won a fucking Oscar, goddammit. Oh, shit. Uh, he won an Oscar. Uh, we loved him on Mr. Robot. He yeah, won an Oscar great. for uh, his role as the lead uh, in a movie you can watch on Netflix. It's a short film, literally only 30 fucking minutes. Uh, it is serious, uh, but it's called Two Distant Strangers. I really enjoyed it. Um, but uh, but check it out. He won an Oscar for it. I love Joey Badass. So props to him. And then uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, who's uh, who was in um, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. And then we all obviously had already seen him in Get Out and in Black Panther. So he's just fucking all over the place. He won an Oscar. Uh, and you know props to him and shit. Um, I'm fucking counting down the days till I can see my big titty vampy queen. She's coming. Her hips are moving. The titties are out. Resident Evil Village is almost fucking upon us. I don't want to hear anything more about it. I don't want to play any demos or anything. I just want that game in my fucking life. <laughs> Titty me. Oh, I didn't get to a chance to re- review RE re- or Reverse. But, yeah. Ooh, save that for next time. That's all I got. Take us out, old ninja. All right. You just experienced Black and Black Times Divinity. Infinity! Infinity! Check us out anywhere and everywhere online with B's and BTI. B H A N B. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere you have your favorite outlets to listen to podcasts, check us out. Uh, you can check out our official website, benheadproductions.com or slash B's and BTI. And then uh, you can email us, B's and BTI at gmail. And then uh, on Amazon, we have an app that'll let you know when we go back. You can actually watch us on Amazon. Peace and hunting is fair. CC Stringer is excellent. Thank you.